Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Here at tonilla.com, we like to cuss. And if you don't want your kids to hear it, then listen to us when they're not around. But if you don't mind your kids listening to grown folks talk, then turn this shit up and let the show begin. Hello, this is Amber from Black, Sexy, Geeky, and Mental. And you're listening to Chonilla. I can't get enough. I want more and more and more. Hi, my name is Catherine Lord, and I want to welcome you to the wonderful world of puppies. In this video, we're going to help you understand what's involved in having a litter. By now, you should know your bitch is pregnant. Sometimes a bitch will come earlier, sometimes a few days later. Milk aid helps aid the bitch. Watch your bitch. What is normal for your bitch? The delivery has begun. The bitch is into heavy labor. Comforting the bitch, you want to reassure your bitch if your bitch lets out a scream. We only usually allow the bitches to eat one or two of the afterbirths. Breeders always say, call your vet when the bitch has had contractions for a long time. The bitch should be examined to make sure that all the nipples are okay. If a bitch vomits, the bitch may be in difficulty. Small bitch the bitch wow. the bitch and the bitch the bitch the bitch 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 bitches every bitch should be checked for brucellosis why is it important that a bitch not be overweight overweight bitches an overweight bitch fat bitch the bitch and you should exercise wow. the bitch you're we're all about the bitches nice smooth jamming that is that's mm-hmm. a nice find baby sean escoffrey uh, nature calls nice yeah. very 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 nice i did a uh, a search for neo soul 2014 you're awesome and this came up in the list so i like it it was definitely a new discovery that is a great discovery mm-hmm. what's the name uh nature calls nature calls yes by whom sean escoffrey okay it's pretty much spelled how it sounds like S E A N or S H A W N? Yes. Ah, doesn't making me do this. No worries, no worries. It's E S C O F F E R Y. E S what? Oh, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Chillnil.com. I am Clove. And I am Shirley. And it is a drizzly Sunday, June twenty eighth, two thousand fifteen, at eleven thirty seven a.m. In the motherfucking Eastern time. That's right. Pre-prandial. Pre-prandial. Okay, so new rules. Aww. I'm not going to explain anything to you. You're just going to tell me what you think it means right away. Pre-prandial. It's, what does it mean, Shirley? It's about, it's a, it's, 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 uh, it's a foot doctor for bitches. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're all about the bitches. It is uh, close. It is before a meal, especially before dinner, 
atiprandio and preprandial aperitif. Preprandial. Mm -hmm. So I am now reaching the end of my usual preprandial walk. Yeah, I don't think mm -hmm. I'm going to use that no, one. That's a terrible word. Yeah. No, terrible, I mean, it made me sound like, like pretentious and right? like, no. no <laughs> I am is... preprandial. Mm, <laughs> I need an aperitif. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Not going to use that one. Mm -mm. All right, sweetie. What do we got going on with Patreon? So Patreon. Patreon. So Patreon is a great way. It is what would you say? The My, best way to support the show the, ever. The best way to support the show. It is a micro. I can't find the word. I had the word earlier, but it's totally, crowdfunding. Thank you. Micro crowdfunding. You're welcome. Thank you. So with your assistance, with your patronage, uh, you can help Chonilla uh, grow into uh, uh into a network because eventually we'd love to do this full time but for now we have milestones different milestones different goals that we're trying to reach so with your support um not only you get some you get access to the archive we now have a dollar level pledge so because pretty soon get ready we're only going to have three of the latest episode out there on on all the uh podcast catchers mm -hmm. and then uh at a dollar uh, you'll be able to get an extra 10 of the latest. Uh, so that's a great way, an affordable way to help support the show, help grow the Chonilla Network so we can include more podcasts, mm -hmm. produce more podcasts, and we're eventually gonna, have yeah. more podcasters um, in the network. We're, we're going to be limiting say? the free Chonilla content and then making sure that you can get it all through Patreon. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Clove has been amazing. Thank you for Patreons who are supporting the show at this moment. Thank you for your patience because I know maybe I'm sure your email is being flooded with new art, new show, new show. That's what they're paying for, Shirley. Yes. You don't have to apologize for giving True. you stuff. True. New <laughs> More stuff. That's right. More stuff. You should be saying you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, Clove, you've been amazing. You've been loading up uh, the archive uh, slowly. And yes, now you're at, what, 100? The first 155. Okay. So you can get the first 155 episodes and the first of Chonilla and the first five episodes, first five hot mics. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. So you've been awesome at that. So help us reach our first goal at this moment is to uh, reach to, is our for the mobile app. Not only you'll, you'll have a chance to enjoy the network, uh, but eventually enjoy the network on a mobile device. So the that's goal, our first yeah. goal right now that we're trying to reach. So go to patreon.com forward slash Chonilla or the easiest way is go to Chonilla.com, C-H-O-N-I-L-L-A.com uh, and click on become a Patreon and the rest is pretty easy to follow. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Chris. Thank you for sending in your T-shirt. Yes. Uh, not your T-shirt. The, the picture pic, yeah. of your T-shirt. Chris from Hawaii. From Hawaii. And he's been rocking it at work, which is awesome. Casual Fridays. Yes. <laughs> spreading the Chonilla love in Hawaii. Thank you very much. Two people now spreading some Chonilla love in Hawaii. From the state of Hawaii. That's correct. So, yeah. Patreon.com forward slash Chonilla. Mm -hmm. And if this is your first time listening to the show and you're, you're like, oh, I'm listening right now. What is going on? I don't know why people talk like this. <laughs> we are Chonilla. It's a personal comedy podcast. Sorry, what? No, no. Uh -uh. What are we going to talk about tonight? Okay. No, no, no. We're going to talk about, hmm, what are we going to talk about? 
popping off <laughs> with the shoe Nazi yes. tag teaming, saying no to an asshole together. That's so <laughs> epic. <laughs> we got uh, Bible scriptures not a two one zero tonight. We got the Book of Joshua from uh, chapter three to chapter six. Nice. So I'm excited to do that. Plus our latest, uh, like our te- our last therapy session, we're gonna be talking about that. Plus what we learned on the Facebook group, Twitter big ups. Some of the news and uh, funny shower thoughts. You ever had a funny shower thought? Like I always while do. While you're in the shower, yeah, all the time. I got, right? It's so funny you say this because I I said I did something in the shower the other day, and I was like, I wonder, you know, should I talk about this on the show? I swear to God. Really? Yes. Yeah, so I'm gonna. I'll, it'll remind me to talk about it. So it's we've good. been together yes, too long. Way too long. <laughs> and uh, we got a beautiful Chonilla couple tonight. Love wins. Nice. For yes. Sure. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Related to to and 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 oh, this is really important because this is a special art form, and you got to respect it. We got a dirty mac for you. My favorite part of the show, is dirty <laughs> macking. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so how you doing, honey? I am doing well. I've yeah. had an exceptionally well week, exceptionally good week. Yes. This week. Yes. And uh, like just ups and downs and roller coasters of emotions. It was, uh, yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, Friday was pretty uh, in, like crazy. Yeah. It was like, uh, what was it, like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and we were like, we're done. We're, I, I was so tired. And you're Me like, too. I'm, I'm exhausted. I didn't know why. We didn't walk that much. We just, it was but when just. You, but when you calculate the sequence of events that happened to that. <laughs> Yeah, we should have taken a nap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This has been good for me. I was really racking my brain and I was stressed balls. If I had balls, um, you know, I was tell I it's it's um, I had to set boundaries. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because mm-hmm. of what I've been doing, I've been helping. Uh, you know, uh, I've been working with the website and also uh, doing some social media stuff. Do you want to hide your face a little bit more? No. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you saw my face right now because <laughs> I can see you just talking about it. Yeah, because I don't know if you can. Okay. <laughs> so, like I was saying, <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, it was, I, you've been instrumental to help me. You're welcome. Not stress, you know, my wiener. And <laughs> I don't have a wiener. Okay. <laughs> uh uh you know I I I I usually had I had to fight my usual self cuz here's what happened. When I work for some with some, now I don't work with for someone, I work with someone. That's right. Which is really nice. That's right. And but usually when I work with or for Who's your boss, Shirley? I'm the boss. Yeah, that's right. You are your boss. Yes. Good for you. <laughs> so, uh I tend to like want to help and do extras and then I go way above and beyond and then I get overwhelmed and and then I tend to like retreat and I just want to like fuck it. I throw in the towel without Mm -hmm. any explanation. So I had to really fight through that not to do the usual Mm -hmm. self-sabotage shit Mm -hmm. that I would usually do before. So I just said, you know what? Why am I stressing balls like this? Is because I'm I'm doing some more than I sh- I was uh, I was hired or to do. Like you know what I mean? And uh, so I had to say, you know, that's it. Here's my boundaries. Here's what's going on. This is my role. Evil's like, ooh, and- you do that too. 
<laughs> but yeah. I told you a lot yeah. of that is systemic or it, it, it derives from not putting a value on your time. Not True. Putting, like, like literally putting a money value to your time. Right. You know what I mean? And when you do that, you can start to make better decisions in terms of like what's you know, if you can start piling things on. Yeah. And I, and usually I would tell some, you know, I've been in positions like this where I would say like, that's it. Not do like, I don't want to do this, but mm-hmm. I never had a, like, here's, here's a solution to all of this. Right. So it's it felt, usually a runaway. Yeah. It's really, yeah. Usually a runaway. I'm going to yeah, stop yeah, doing yeah. this. Yeah, no, I'm, so, I'm very familiar with that. Yeah. yeah. So this time I said, okay, uh, uh, this, the puck stops here mm-hmm. and here is my role. Nobody has helped define my, like help. You know what I mean? Based on who I'm working with, no, uh, the role has not been defined, so I'm going to define it myself. That's right. And uh, that was very, very helpful mm-hmm. to me. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to say, this is insane. You I'm could, one person. I'm not an octopus. No, you can see that you're stressing out right up until that meeting. And then after that meeting, you're just like, ah, oh. yeah. like, oh, like starfish. Oh. Yeah. And it, and it all came to me because I was like, you know, I can't go into the meeting be like, you know, I'm doing double Listen duties here. here <laughs> pretty much. Listen in. Yeah, exactly. I had to pull the Haitian side. Okay, ancestors, <laughs> can you just sit over there for a second and let my Canadian side come out? Right. <laughs> right. And, uh, so I had to really like just you know what it just came to me and I was like you know what I'm just gonna start defining my role and it just bop 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 came out like in ten minutes wrote it down on a on a note like this makes sense. But more importantly, when you started to put that value yeah. to what you were doing and what your contribution was, how was it received? Because uh, okay, how was it? How did you think? It might be received versus how was it received? Well, when I approached it, I was like, well, here's what here's what I feel defines my role. And I said, I'm open to suggestion or what you think. And it was. No, no, hold on a second. But what did you, how did you think it was could possibly oh, be perceived? Like it what was, was causing be per- the stress? It was ca- well, causing the stress is what was stressing me the most is to is to disappoint Right. You know, because I'm, 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 I was doing double duty, like double oh, yeah. role. Oh, I know. And I understand one of the roles is very important. Like both roles are very important. I shouldn't downplay one or the other. Right. Um, I just believe that who, I didn't want to disappoint the, uh, uh, the main person um, in regards of pulling away from the other role, you mm-hmm. know, which I know it's mm-hmm. a very important role. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I had, to, and I was, I came from just truth and honesty. I said, it just would not be fair to this project right? for me to do it like the way that it, I'm continuing to do, yes. you know, separating. I would only be a disservice to you. It would waste, it'd be a waste of time for both of us. If, if I'm doing 50% of my time on this role and 50% on my time of the other role. Yeah, so it's you important were worried- that I give myself that I give a hundred percent to yeah. one role. So you're stressing out that you were going to disappoint them. Right. Okay. I was stressing balls about that. Now, what was their for real reception to you telling them and defining and putting value to your time? They were like, you know what? Totally understand. You know, and, and we were kind of look, we saw that too. Um, that, that, you know, this is just too much. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Mm-hmm. Like we were actually wanted to talk to you about it, mm. but I, <laughs> But pretty much I walk in the office. I said, hi, hi, hi. How you doing? And then uh, for maybe five, ten minutes. Yeah. And then when we everybody was, okay, let's ready to do this. Yeah. I was like, okay, let's do. <laughs> I said, so here it is. Yes. Let's just 
rip it like a Band-Aid. I'm going to spill the beans Here's all over the, the place. Yeah. I pretty much came in like, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. And here's what's going on. And this is how it's going to be. That's right. <laughs> you know, so that felt really, really good. Because that's good. not my usual self before. Yeah. You know? Good. Yeah. Because I've been in positions where I was pregnant and I'm sitting in an office with the VP, the vice president of my department. Yeah. And I'm staying up late and I'm about to give birth in the next month or two, mm-hmm. stressing balls. Yeah. And because I was not, I like you said, didn't value my time, didn't value myself and didn't set boundaries. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was like, mm-mm. And, and the thing too, like a side effect to that is that you'll get, you get taken advantage of without anybody being at fault. You know what I mean? Like True. you get like basically what winds up happening is when you see that you start to develop this relationship with whoever you're working with yeah. and they will start to mention areas that are pain points. They'll start to mention like, we need more uh, focus on this. We need more focus on that. And when you don't value what you bring to the table and you don't like set those boundaries, a lot of people will just be like, okay, since that is, since that appears to be a value to this operation, I'm going to jump in on it because I know I can do it and I can, you know, uh, without even realizing how much you're taking onto your plate. And and you made me oops, <clears throat> realize then, something, too, is that you're you're by not valuing yourself and not setting boundaries, you're letting people uh, then. OK, then let me this is what I need you to do. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're allowing people to tell you right. what you to do, how to do it and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, then, and, and then, it doesn't give you the opportunity to mm-hmm. to to put in your input on on what you're doing and and things Mm -hmm. of that nature so anytime you work in a team yeah everybody seems to have a slightly skewed difference in what success means true do you know what i mean true so it's just a matter of being clear on that because those those slight skews can be good because you can paint multiple avenues of success not everybody has to be exactly in line with you true do you know what i mean but you just have to understand and be clear of where everyone's going and you have a clarity too to share your experience like if there's some things that are lacking that you don't have that's okay especially yeah. if you're clear and this is my role this is my strength yeah and if there are some pain points in terms of i don't have quite the experience on one area then it's not a bad thing if you come from truth yeah. then they'll be and and in an open and i know not every company is the same and i know not every team is the same within a company uh, it really is based on the culture. Yes. But if you have an open culture wherever you work or whatever you do or clients that you have, if, you, if you're very clear on what your role is mm-hmm. and what you're going to contribute mm-hmm. and be honest about your weaknesses and maybe some experience that you lack, mm-hmm. it's, it, it lessens the waste of time for both you and the client or you and your employer and, yep. and, and things like that. That way they can cover that weakness or that pain point that you might have with someone else yeah. who have more experience in that area, but yeah. you could still do your thing and you that you enjoy, it, yeah. lo- uh, that you enjoy doing and that you have strength in. And you can start problem solving before it fails. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome to Chonilla Business 101. <laughs> <laughs> Team engagement. Right. We're here Team engagement and leadership expect- will be today's topic. Right. What up, Charles? <laughs> so anyway, it just felt... It felt really good, you know, like to 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 do that, like yeah. to to have, you know. I'm I, always amazed. I, I'm always amazed at how well received it is. You know what yeah, I mean? And that's my own here. insecurities, right? It's like, true. Like I'll be sitting there and I'll be like, oh, "What about this? What about that? What you if know? they're going to say this? Right? And this, yeah. And what if I'm going to expose that I don't know this? And what yeah. Am I gonna, what am I going to do? Yeah. But then when you just lay it out on the table 
and you just say, "This is what I'm bringing to the. This is what I'm bringing to the team. This is where I'd like to keep my attention. This is, you know, the value that I have that I bring. Yeah, it's yeah, and it's uh, you know what? I'd ten say, times out of ten, yeah, for me, it's been received as sounds good. Yeah, yeah, keep doing that. Yes, yeah, because you're sure of what you of of what you want to bring to right. the table when you right. know for sure. Right. Yeah. When yeah. you don't know for sure. And you're not clear, mm-hmm. let's say at a job, then that means your your boss is not helping you define that. Right, right. And it, it takes and yourself it takes, is not helping you define that. And it takes confidence to be able to say, like, listen, you're my boss. Yeah. We need to set the expectations right. of my role. And if if and if this shit continues, decisions have to be made. Mm-hmm. Because then clearly you're in an environment that doesn't get you. Like there's there is not a connection. Right. More likely, you have to look elsewhere mm-hmm. to a place that's going to get you. Or you can keep stressing balls. You know that's the alternative. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, stressing uh, your hoo ha. If you can manage, <laughs> if you can manage stressing your hoo ha out, then uh, sure. You know what I mean? Like, like some people can do that. Some people can function well in a highly stressful environment. Good I, on them. Mm-mm. Good on them. Maybe that's when I was twenty years old, I ain't got time for that shit. Not no for more. this guy. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, thank you. All right. Great show. Great show. Good night. All right. (laughs) So what else? Oh, yes. So. So. (laughs) I don't even know where to start. So Clove and I. I don't know what you're talking about. Had an interesting uh, Friday. (laughs) It was was an emotionally charged (laughs) Friday. Week was going real well, I think, oh, for both of us. Oh boy! Oh, and uh, <laughs> Pudding Pot says, "I I go through that at my job." Mm. Um, we all do. Yeah, we all do. Yeah. And uh, so Friday was emotional. We had uh, we had a meeting with uh, our kids, uh, our daughter's school principal. Uh huh. Um, that was, you know, in terms of. Uh, do we want to talk about it? Do we want to get into details? I don't. It's, it's, it's always stressful to me to fucking principal and teacher. Right. For me, anywho. Right. Right? Like, it's because they pull some shit. Yeah. 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 yeah it yeah. always is for yeah. me. I don't know. Maybe it's me. They tried to, uh, they tried to, uh, <laughs> during the meeting, they tried to play on my emotions and try and give me these oh, like yeah. metaphors that were, you know, really highly emotional. Yeah. And I was just like, look, wait a minute. I was shocked. If you keep playing on my emotions, I am going to end this meeting right now. This is, he said that word for word. Yeah. And they like, Screech! yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they all paused. Yeah. I was yeah. really surprised because usually I'm the one who's just emotionally charged. And you're, you've always been the one who hold my arm and says, well, just just, just wait a minute. Let, let, let them finish with yeah. what they need to yeah. say. Oh, my God. Really... <laughs> but you my were. My heart was jumping out of my chest. Yeah. I was so, so upset. I was so upset. Yeah. I just couldn't understand why they didn't they they seemed to keep avoiding addressing my question. Yeah. You know your, what I mean? your question was yeah. It's not it, it's not an easy decision to make for your mm-hmm. child mm-hmm. and but I I totally there but you were absolutely dead on. She she was playing with your emotions. She mm-hmm. was she she was saying things that were no longer um Factual. It was almost and it patronizing. Was, yeah, it you know? was like you know yeah. when when she, I think she said she, a line like, uh, "Well, let, let, it let would be criminal. Well, it would be criminal for 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 to make a decision that would stop to, this from happening or something like that." Right. You know what I mean? 
And um, she was definitely implying that, that well, I just want to be clear what it is. Like okay, our yeah. daughter, uh, we, we received news from the school that our daughter, uh, they recommend that she repeat her current grade. And um, when, when we found out about this, my number one question is why can't we get her the help that she needs in the upcoming grade? Right. That was my num. That was my only question. And they were and they saying, and they have okay. provided her a lot of help. Sure. But they kept skirting around that. They kept right. like, they kept not addressing that. Right. And, um, that's when they started playing on my emotions. That's when they started, you know, trying to get me to feel something for this, you know, objective decision I'm trying to make about my daughter's educational, you know, yeah. cr- uh, not career, but her path. Right. Yeah. And I, and I, and I had to, and we had to explain Ooh, to them, like, you, girl. you, you know, in a way, like, look, we're not just uh, parents that are not that doesn't have the experience in yeah, terms of yeah. of the system and 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 people, other people in in being implemented and school boards because we professionals went professionals, right, and, and all ugh. that because we went through with our with our son, mm-hmm. and so for us, we've seen it all, um, and we wanted to make sure that this was not a tactic to try to you know when attention was brought up i was like i was like stop right there i know exactly i have experience now and i don't think it's that yeah and uh and then all you know because because i was very honest i said you see you talk to me about attention the way that you're talking to me this this is a big red alert alarm that you're trying to get my daughter to get on Ritalin. This shit ain't gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I didn't say this shit. Mm-hmm. I said it in a much nicer way, of course, much more professional. Yeah, you way. held it together pretty good that meeting. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I yeah. was shocked. Yeah. And then, uh, and then also because with it's happened to us before, we just wanted to make sure that it was they were really looking at her best interest. This was not trying a way to try to get X extra amount of funding. kids for extra funding because mm-hmm. we've been there. It's happened. Like, and then you're like, why is my son in this class like yeah. this makes no sense with these kids that are getting ready to stab each other with pencils right. and stuff like that. exactly yeah. Yeah. so it's just things like that yeah. so you know we were we had to be basically we let them know we're not just coming out of the you know new we're not newbies at this shit yeah you know what i mean so yeah yeah step yeah. the game up and uh let us know what's happening so that way we can make good decisions right and not like uh try and like sugarcoat it in a way that we're going to be like okay this is fine right and don't and the one thing that i had a problem with was that they were they kept trying to shift accountability for this on us you know what I mean? like, and, I was, and i was just like oh hell no and that's why i was making comments so we all failed her yeah but she's the one who's got to repeat the grade you know I mean? that doesn't make any sense <laughs> doesn't make any sense right right anyways anywho so we're gonna look into hopefully Getting her to an English school because mm-hmm. this is just—it's mm-hmm. a mess. Yeah, it's a mess. Yeah. I mean, we got like the special at the school saying that that she would be fine in English. Yeah, you she know was... what I mean, like, <laughs> but then on, and then guys. she was trying to say it's clearly a language issue. Like, but we don't know what it, it is, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, anywho, yeah, moving on. So that was <laughs> we love you, Lita. <laughs> yes, nine o'clock in the morning, nine thirty in the morning, type of thing, and then by two two ish. Same yeah. day, yeah. We uh, we had our last session with Wendy, mm-hmm. our 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 couples therapist, couple therapist, mm-hmm. and uh, that was really good. You know, we I'm actually proud of us, and we were very honest with her, and we said thank you so much, and for keeping it real and letting you know. I, I we both said, you know, when you said to us to grow up, that really hit home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that really hit home, yeah. and so. 
so we had that and plus you were sharing with about your anxiety with her and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Wendy's was performance anxiety and yeah. like stage fright and all that shit. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. just growing up with a lot of anxiety too. Mm-hmm. So you've learned to adapt with having that all the time. I'm going to look into that drug she talked about out of I'm going to look into, I'm going to look into it. Really? Yeah. Don't do well. You have to go see, you'd have to talk to somebody first. I'm not going to buy it out of the back of a truck. Sure. <laughs> I'm just going to look into it to see if it's something that I'm interested in. Hey, man. Yeah. Got that ad van? <laughs> Break me off a 20-piece, will you? <laughs> so after after that meeting, that ended like around three-ish or so, right? Um, so we decided to like... That reminds me. Yeah. That reminds me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about that, buying prescription drugs out of the back of a truck. That reminds me of something. That reminds me of a story of my childhood. Why? Have you done that? No. Oh, you're I'll get into it. I'll get into it. Okay. Um, And then we decide to like, you know, there's a, there's an, um, there's a spot in Montreal called uh, Quartier des Spectacles, which is, uh, what would you, what would you call that in, 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 in English, honey? Uh, Quartier des Spectacles. Uh, It's like a uh, theater. Theater. Theater center. Theater neighborhood. Yeah, sure. Something like that. Anyway. Performing arts. Performing kind of district. District. There you go. Something like that. So it's like this this uh this area in Montreal, this is where all the jazz festival goes on. It's going on right now. Yeah, it's, it's actually going on started. Right now. So it's packed there. It's that uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It started uh Thursday. Yeah. It started today's Sunday. So it started Friday. And uh so we were like, hey, her office is nearby. Let's go for a little, you know, decide to take a little stroll before heading back home and stuff like that. And we're walking on the fountain, the water fountains that's coming off of the ground. Oh, my God. Surely the water is cold and it's like a jet. So I took off my sandals mm-hmm. and I put my feet over top of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was like a foot massage. It was so good. <laughs> and then there was the grates beside the Yeah, where the, the water falls into. And then you stand you stand on those and it's an extra foot massage. That was great. It's oh true. My God. I, when we came yeah. off, I was like, I feel like I had a foot massage. Yeah, I, I feel like re- reflexology kind of thing going on. Yeah. yeah. My feet feels amazing. Mm-hmm. So we're having a great day. <laughs> right. A great day. It's emotional. But it's okay. You know what I mean? We're having a good time. The sun is out. We're walking through the jazz festival. Things are good. Yes, things mm-hmm. are great. So then we see this store mm-hmm. called Galaxy Blue. Yes. Before we get into that, let's take a break, Shirley. Okay. <laughs> hey, what up? It's your boy Dino Red from the Red Rock Podcast Network. And you're listening to Chonella.com with Clove Roy and Shirley Joseph. You better tell some motherfucking body that Chonella is. The Shiznit. Hey guys, we really hope you enjoy listening to the Chonilla podcast as much as we love making it for you. But the reality is, the lion's share of our time is dedicated to our day jobs, so we can cover all our costs of maintaining the podcast. We've hardly reached our full potential. The good news is, we can work together to change this. With the help of Patreon.com's crowdfunding, you can become an active contributor to our crowdfunding initiative. Let us know that our ongoing milestones for the Chonilla Network mean as much to you as they do to us. Head over to Chonilla.com, click on Patron, and help us make the Chonilla Network the best that it can be. That was nice. 
Yes, it is. It's actually cooling me off. Damn it. <laughs> I'm supposed to be heated for this topic. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So where were we? So we were at the the Performing Arts District in Montreal. I like that. Yes, Performing Arts District. Makes yes. sense. And yes. we're walking through, having a great day, putting our feet in the fountains, getting a foot massage by just walking around on grates. Yes. So we see a shoe store. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But before we get to the shoe store, mm-hmm. it's true. Well, you said you want to check some ice out cream. this epic fro right there. Yes, this is our son. Bam. This is our son. Uh, and if you're listening, head over to Spreecast while it's up for the next week, and you'll see the picture of our son celebrating his last day of school by going fishing. Isn't that cute? Yeah, I taught him how to fish. Fro. Sorry, there's a spider that's just looking at me. All right, <laughs> I'll get it. You start on the uh, on the uh, the shoe Nazi. Oh. So, uh, yeah. Okay, so we see the store. I'm going to show you the store right here. This is a picture of the store. That's right. I'm putting it out there. <laughs> uh, called Galaxy Blue. And most of the stuff they have, it seems like like Converse. They sell Converse shoes and outfits and things like that. And I thought, oh, this looks pretty cool. They had, they had Converse in the window that I'd never seen before. Yeah. So I was like, oh, man, it I'm going to check really this cool. out. Yeah. And they had Crocs in there too, so we go in. We didn't know they had Crocs at the time. We mainly went in for the to, to look at the Converse. But they had T-shirts, long sleeves. They got they got jeans. They got this clothing store. Right. So we go in, and I know Converse is not. Anywho, the, when we got in, looking at the price, we're like, shit, the price is pretty good, man. Mm-hmm. You know, but we're on a budget, and we can't just. You know, I would say before we'd probably jump into like, ah, fuck it, let's just buy it. But wow. we're like, no, no, no. We'd come up with excuses why we need to buy these. <laughs> exactly. So we're like, you know what, let's look around, get an idea of it. Maybe we'll budget. And then, you, you know, we're window shopping. Didn't expect. That's we, what you do. not in the plan. That's what you do when you're walking around. Right. And there's tons of people outside. You see something, you window shop, you go in, you check out the merchandise. Yeah. You make mental notes for later, possibly. Right. Or you convince yourself to buy something because it's absolutely awesome. Right. right. So then, uh, so as we're going to the back of the store and you, you know, you're looking at some, uh, you're, you're asking me about, you're looking for sandals and you're like, Hey, is this a girl sandal? And I was like, no, that's the men's section. I think like a clog. A, right. Right. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. it's, uh, it's for men. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw some really cool high heel Converse kind of shoes. I was like, Oh, that looks awesome. And the price was really, really good. Nah, it wasn't that good, but it was all right. It was, it was good. Yeah, it wasn't that good, but it was all right. All right, all right. So, so, um, so then the, you're still looking. I think as you're asking me about the sandals, uh, this 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 gentleman, older gentleman. From, I I would uh, don't I would stress. Not I'm going to call through him the story okay. as us. Oh, as, with an as, emotional attachment. Gotcha. Right. I love it. Okay, so this older gentleman <laughs> comes out mm-hmm. from the back. And I don't know what he says, but he's like... He says, do you want to buy some shoes? Right. You're looking Or something about sandals. I think he said, you want to buy some shoes? I said, I said, well, I'm looking at clogs right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's like, well... And then I, I think you noticed the Crocs? Nope. He's the one who pointed me to the Crocs. He pointed you to the Crocs. Yeah, big, big shoe rack of Crocs. Like right. Different kinds and styles of Crocs. Yeah. Right. And he's like... Uh, then he said, you want to try? I said, Sure. Right? So you're trying to clog. So I walk over. The, the he says, what size are you? And I'm like, 10, 11, somewhere in between there. He's like, huh, same size as me. Right. He's uh, trying to be friendly, I guess. Right. Trying to connect. Sure. 
And then so he puts the shoes down. You you try it out. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, clothes, Crocs. I yeah. say to you, oh, it's Crocs is really good. So I stand on prepare it. To, prepare to walk on on clouds. Right. So I stand on it and I'm like, mm, meh. meh. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, you know, with all the hype that's behind Crocs, eh, you know, maybe I'd have to walk around in these all day. Right. And then go home and say, wow, Crocs really are good. Right. But the little, you know, 30 seconds that I had my foot in one of them. You're nah, like, nah, 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 not impressed. You yeah. know what I mean? So I was, so I wasn't. And gonna... it wasn't like the, 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 the regular, what we know of Crocs shape. It's right. like a sandal. It's yeah. like a. It was open toed and it had a strap over the top. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So you're like, meh. And he's like, really? You know, and I was kind of like, really? Yeah. With Crocs. Yeah. And I, and I said, and I didn't want to like argue with you about it. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. And then I looked at the price and I was like $40 and I was like, and you were like, that's good. And I was that's like, a, yeah, right. I yeah. said, Crocs is 40 bucks. It's really good. I said, really? That's good for Crocs? I said, oh yeah. Cause I'm looking at a piece of styrofoam. You know what I mean? For $40. I'm like, this is molded into this, this $40 something. Right. Okay. So I'm like, all right. So then, uh, so then I go and then you start, no, that's really good. That's right. And I said, and then I said to you, tell you what, when my birthday comes around, you can pick me up a pair. Right? And then he said, I can't remember what he said. He said something like birthday out. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, he's like, he, no, he says, yeah, come back on your birthday. Right. Some bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's some, like, some okay. Snipey remark. Come right? back. Yeah. But we didn't catch the snipe. Right. Too right. much. Yeah. It was In like. In retrospect, he, it was definitely a dig at like, right. you, okay, now if you're not going to buy these, get the fuck out. Right. Not yet. Okay, but but in retrospect, in retrospect, it was a dig. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so we didn't think nothing of it. He's like, "Yeah, come back on your birthday and buy those, right?" Right. And so we're like, "Okay, yes, it, it's agreed upon that I'm not going to purchase them now. So here, let me give them back." Right. right. Okay. So then we go back to the wall, looking at other shoes. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. You're looking at shoes. I'm looking at shoes. You know, we're window shopping. Yeah. Right. Looking at different styles, like because because Converse comes in many shapes and sizes. You know yeah. What I mean? Many, a, a huge variety of Converse are out there, and he's displaying these. Okay, he's got a huge wall of Converse shoes that right. are just like um. Th- 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 there's a lot of selection there. Right. You know I mean, it's not the regular just white on black, white on red, and stuff like that. Right. So I'm going through them. I'm looking at them, flipping them over, looking at the inside, looking just doing what you do when you just browsing and shopping. Black Rob said, "I figured Crocs were twenty forty dollars seems a lot for crocs right okay mm-hmm. and so uh so then so we're, we're going back to the wall and you know i know i'm thinking as i'm looking you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna put that in my mental note yeah it's that price right. at this store right. at this location remember that that's a completely natural thing to do right so as i'm saying i'm thinking this and you're looking i'm looking I'm hearing him in the background, right? He's like, huh, yeah, birthday. Okay. See, I didn't hear any of this. You're going to buy that. Hmm. Can you afford it? And then he, I could clearly hear him move towards the girl and saying more stuff. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, now, and that's what I was saying to you earlier. I could hear him because I grew up with an extremely passive aggressive person, a parent. Right. My mom right, is like right, that. Right. So I've learned to. Always be the radar is pointing. My radar is always like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. To get a sense of what's her mood yeah. at? Do yeah. I leave her alone? It's just growing up in that environment. I heard, I heard him mumbling, but I totally thought that he was like 
telling her um, what to stock on the shelves or something that a manager usually does. You know right. I mean? Telling their, their Also, you owner. just thought she was I just thought just... it was a comment because all I heard from, from him in terms of like auditory wise, yeah. all I heard was like, no, no, I don't know. Oh, really? Know. Oh, no. Nothing. But it was, the, it was the last thing that he said. I can't remember what it was, but he said one thing and that's when I said, Shirley, I think we're getting kicked out. Right. So, yes, you, you clear when you said that, that was an awareness for me that now you are, you are hearing. I didn't even know right, that was right, now. Right. I thought you were hearing what I was hearing the whole time. Yeah. Cause I think he said something like, yeah, why don't you just come back on your birthday? You know he, what I mean? Or it was but something. But you heard it. It was in a side room yeah, way. It was it was it really felt weird. It was kind of like, oh, okay, I think we're getting kicked out. Right. So before you said that, like again to go back, I was hearing, oh, you know, you have the money, can you afford it? Money. I heard money. I heard buy. I heard come on. Ugh. You know what I mean? Like things like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Clearly just like kind of like what are they doing here kind of vibe. Yes. Type stuff. Yes. And then when you said that line, surely I think we're getting kicked out. Yeah, and I said it loud enough for him to hear us. Oh, okay. I thought you were just saying it to me. Mm-mm, no, I said it so that way he's, you know, maybe he would have, maybe he would have went like, oh, you know, maybe I shouldn't have said that, or oh, I said that a little bit rudely, and, and maybe he would have backed off. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Black Rock was like, wow, what a jerk. Oh, yeah. boy. The story is just getting started. So as soon as Clove said, Shirley, I think I'm, we're getting kicked out. Without hesitation, I snapped. I again, what happened? You know something? Okay, no, uh, you say your you say your snap. perception, I, and I'll say what I saw. Okay, okay, tell me because for me, all I all I remember for me was yeah. you said that line. The next thing you know, I turned around and I went to his direction, and I'm going to talk to that motherfucker. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> so one thing I want to say too is like you've told me stories about when you pop off, right? You told me stories about and, right, and I'm always like, I'm always like, what did you say? What happened? Where, where were they? What you, were they yeah, doing? Yeah, what were yeah. I never. You can't remember none of that. It'll be like I realize now you can't remember any of that stuff. You're so emotionally charged right. that it's hard to recall the exact events in the exact sequence. Right. Because after this whole thing happened, we're like, why the fuck did this happen? Because you never. How did he do this? And how do we do that? How do we get to that point? <laughs> right. So, anyway, I've been okay. in this situation before because okay. I. So yeah, my perce- I I don't pop off. You know, I say pop off, but I think what would you say? Was it she pop off? She, was she, that a pop off? Yeah, it's a pop off. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. I yeah. thought I'm still being. I'm really. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> when you have to physically remove yourself from a situation because you know you're gonna put like hands on them. Yeah. You're popping off. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If mm-hmm. I start pointing. And shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. official. We're yes. in the pop-off mode. So from my perspective, <laughs> from my perspective. Morning, Lala. <laughs> you just came in right on time about the pop-off story. So my perspective was like when I said that. I mean, good afternoon. You, you had the, okay, let's just go. You know what I mean? Like, let's just leave. And as we were leaving, I, okay, I filed in just behind you. You're right. And then you were like, you stopped in your tracks and I could see you were like, no way. I am not leaving this alone. There's no way. And you turned around and that's when you went in on him. And that's <laughs> when you went in and you just started, you said like, uh, you know, uh, just because we're, uh, we're here and we're browsing, that doesn't give you the right to be rude. Yeah. I said, just because a customer is not ready to buy from you, doesn't give you the right to be rude. Right. Right. 
Right. And then he turned around. And like s- that. Yeah. In his face? Yeah. <laughs> With yeah. my finger. <laughs> yeah. And usually I think, I used to think that I would have been like, okay, Shirley, come on, come on. You right. know what I mean? Hell no, not this time. I was just like, nope. You lay in, Shirley. You tell him exactly how you feel. Yeah. Because I was feeling the exact same thing, too. Yeah. So then he starts going on, like, what? What are you talking he about? Totally, like, yeah. like, like, like he's he's so much smarter than us that, he's, like, that he's, he's like, what are you talking about? Why would you think that? I didn't say anything like right. that. He goes, and, what? What did I say? Right. And I said, you know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I've been hearing you all along. Right. And then I said, I jumped in and said, I know you think you're slick with when you say these little snipey remarks and stuff, but you're not. Right. You're not. And then he's like, what? What do, what do you mean? Yeah. I can't say nothing. I just said, y- you're going to come back on your birthday or something like yeah. that. And I said, oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> I have to fight not to say, oh, you At motherfucker. At this point, because he was not receptive to the, us telling him how rude he was. Yeah. My, again, that same day, I was fucking shaking. I was, <gasps> I was like, I, I could feel myself, you know, just like, like shaking. Yeah. Anyways, continue. So then, and then he's like. He's like, well, what did I say? I just said you can come back on your birthday. That's what you said, right? He's trying to throw that shit. Right. And I said, I said, dude, I've been hearing you making remarks I, uh, to this girl right here. Please don't make me bring her into this conversation. Yeah, and we're stupid too, right? Because we, we can't pick said, up on your. Please don't make me bring her into this conversation because yeah. you know clearly what you're saying, and you're being rude, and you're saying all these snide remarks, trying to pretend like we're not here, like trying to be slick, like yeah. we're not hearing you. I could hear you. And that's when we started going off about like you know. Well, you know what? Don't worry about it because we'll talk about it on CJAD. And well, we'll talk about it on uh, whatever platform I, we have. Here's the thing. I think he had a slight snap when I said, don't make me bring her into the song conversation. Right, right. Oh, yeah. You could see that like we had we had one up on him because of how defensive he started getting. Right. Right. So, so it, he's like, what are you going to say to her? You don't need to talk to her. What What do you do? Yeah. That's when he said, yeah, yeah. what do you do? What's, and do you, soon, what's your work? As, Where do you work? As soon as he said that, I was like, okay, so this guy is setting it up. So he's going to say that we're wasting his time. Right. And I didn't know. I think you, and I was like, for me, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. I think you, I said, you know what, dude, if you're going to try to make the argument, like I can't afford to buy your shoe. That's why you're asking me. What do I do? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did make those assumptions. Because I could buy it if I wanted to, he but did, I don't want to. He did make those assumptions and started calling me Mr. Millionaire. Yeah. Mr. Millionaire yeah. over here. And I was like, dude, how the fuck? Right. How do you even know how much money's in my pocket? So then, so then he's the like, so this? he's like, what do you do? What mm-hmm. do you do? Mm-hmm. I said, what does it have to do with this, with this, this whole situation? Right. You're being rude. Yeah. And he's like, well, what do you do? I was saying do? that too. I was jumping Where in. Where your work? I was jumping in too. I was like, that's got nothing to do with any of this. I said, I'm my own boss. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You're just being plain rude. Right. And then right. he, okay, I thought I heard kid. And then, uh, and then he, it was just from there. I have no clue what happened because I'm still going. We started talking about uh, <laughs> we started talking about exposing how bullshit that service was on right. every platform we had, every right. single platform we had in terms of like where we have a voice, CKVL, CJAD, the podcast, everything. Right. So he goes. He goes fine. Yeah. And then and then wait I'll, wait try uh, uh Putin pop said trying to turn that ish around on you. Nope. I would have been wagging my finger too. <laughs> so. So that, but as we're saying these things, we're walking out, right? And he's going, blah, 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 blah. And then I turn around and I say, okay, man, good luck with your bullshit as I'm, as I'm out, like I'm, as I'm stepping outside of the store. So people outside can hear me and people. Oh, are, we are. And there was oh, nobody man. on the inside but us and him and, Clove, and, the, the, and the, 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 the lady clerk, it probably was the his lady, granddaughter or something. It was like the, that. the, yeah, it was the a young lady, mm-hmm. him. 
Uh, by the time that we started walking towards the door, there was a guy walking in that same guy that you see in the picture there. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so there was a guy walking in and we're now we're by the door and we are going at, we're yeah. continuing to go at yeah. him. So I yell, good luck with your bullshit. And he yells back at me, bullshit. She's bullshit. Right. No, but before he said that, I oh, you're right. That's what made me go, go back. Go ahead. That's right. You came back to get me. No, 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 no. Okay, but okay, before go. that, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I and he was still going. I said, you know what? You fuck. You are talking to the wrong people today. I'm gonna be fucking happy to talk about this on my show. And then he said, that's he's right. Sue I have us, a right? fucking radio show. And he's like, oh yeah. I said, yeah. yeah that's go ahead. right. Go ahead. I'll Don't sue you. fucking test me because I will talk about this on my show. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, oh yeah. Well, if you talking about it on your show, I'm gonna sue you. Yeah. I was like, please. Yeah. You know what I mean? Seriously, dude. And then we're saying yeah. where we've been, the the stations we've been at. Don't fuck with me. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh yeah. And then he's naming one of the hosts, one of the hosts from one of those stations. Which is bullshit, anyways. Right. So, yeah. You know, you don't fucking know. Right. So, so we're like, we're like, you know what? You're just, you're just messing with the wrong people. And he, and he's like, whatever. And then we're walking out. We're and I said, good luck with your bullshit. Right. And then he said. My bullshit, she's bullshit. And, and I didn't hear that because I was... Oh, my God. I turned around and I went from... Okay, this is how I knew that I almost threw something. Because I went from shaking yeah. to just like a fucking serene... Like, it was just... It came over me like... like it was just like... Ooh, you know what I mean? Like, I had to get my... I had to make sure my feet were planted. I had to make sure that, that I saw what was behind him, around him, so that if I did start swinging, that I would at least could direct it somewhere. Yeah. Oh, my God, Shirley. And that's what I said. What the fuck did you just say? Mm-hmm. And then he came back, and he's walking towards me because like, he's still walking towards the door, right? Right. And I walk back into the store, and he starts going off, and I said, no, there's no way you're going to talk to my wife like that. Yeah. And then he's just, well, you know, blah. I said, you are not going to talk to my wife like that. Right. And then, well, still giving, still introducing his next line of, of, of verbal communication right. as some kind of excuse why he's okay to do that. And I kept cutting him off. And it got to the point that I yelled, like I was yelling in his face, like, yeah. you are not going to talk to my wife like and that. And that's when I, when you went off like that, yeah. I came and I grabbed you. Yeah. Which, made, which I, made me look like a badass, by the way. I was like, it it's was not cool. worth it, Clove. Just... <laughs> it was pretty cool. No, no, Clove. No, no. I was like, don't worry about yeah. it. It's not worth it. You yeah. know what I mean? And then oh my we God, were both Shirley. heated. But in my brain, I was thinking right cross. In mm-hmm. my, like, it was surely nobody in my life has ever deserved that much to be knocked out. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Oh, so much. Oh, my With God. his plastic surgery yeah. face and, then and his hair we go plugs. Outside, and then we go outside. And we're still loud outside. Uh, yeah, we're, we're loud. We're you. like, fuck. You were like, this motherfucker. Like, you know, we're like yelling at him. Like, you're yeah. a fucking. I was like, yeah. what the fuck is it? Like, we're like, we're not happy. Yeah. And then we. We're po- making a scene. Right. We're officially oh, yeah. making a scene. We were popping off together <laughs> as a couple. If you haven't popped off as a couple. You need to do it, man, because the sex afterwards is the shit. Oh my god! <laughs> so, anyways, but we went outside with our with our cell phones and started taking pictures of the store. Yeah, I right? said, yeah, because as we were walking away, I was like, "No, this is bullshit. I am no, I'm not gonna let this go. I'm taking a picture. I go back taking a picture. I could see her inside. Yeah, and then I take the picture. And again, let me pull the picture up here I, uh, one more time." Is gonna uh hopefully yeah. 
I'm going to pull the picture up and describe to you. Anyway, the universe and God is good. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so as I'm taking the picture, uh-huh. if you notice in the picture on the, 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 the red sign. Can, I, said, can I just say something before you, you get yeah, into yeah, this? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So when we were there, when we went in, okay, there was zero people in this store. The store next door packed lineup it up was the door. A, yeah, it was the a store, Dairy Queen. Yeah. And the store on both sides had lineups, had packed. They had uh, customers in there. This and again, store, Jazz Festival started. The streets are packed. There's no excuse for this store to be that empty. That's correct. Yeah. No excuse. None. There should be a lot of window shoppers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because nobody planned to go. That People are planning to go for the fucking jazz festival. Mm-hmm. So, And who doesn't want to rock a new pair of shoes right. while you're walking around? And that dude standing in the front, that's the dude who walked in. And then <laughs> eventually, I guess he got kicked out too. So, oh, my God. No, he probably went in and just, passive aggressive just, way. just did a quick, you know, He probably was like, oh, like, shit, what am I place? walking into? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so then, uh, so I take the picture and there's a... Top right corner, a red sign which says Alwe, which means for rent, with a 514 number to call to rent this spot. And surely, as soon as she saw that, she was like, oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. So she calmly walks over to the doorway, to the entrance again. And he's kind of like halfway back to the where the, right. the girl clerk was, right? Now the so girl- she goes in, she, she just leads in and she goes... Hey, 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 Real listen, loud. listen, I, it. I am so sorry. I get it. I get it. I just saw the sign out front. I get it. I said you're, <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> that's exactly what I said. Oh, my God. This I, guy was like I, a rage And then he's man. like, ah, he's, he was about to, he said something afar. Yeah. I have no idea what he said when he was inside. Yeah. And I just kept saying, again, I'm so sorry. Totally get it. The sign is outside. I could see your sign. Yeah. No worries, man. <laughs> Good luck. Totally. <laughs> That's it. Good luck. <laughs> so we're leaving. And he and when you did that, he was on his phone, right? He so, started right. walking back towards the front of the store yes. with his phone. Right. Right. And, and basically, and he's holding it up as though he's calling somebody or right. doing something, right? So we're walking away. And I'm thinking that he's probably calling the cops because that's what, you know, assholes do. Yeah. Right? Especially when black people are involved, they call the cops. <laughs> so Especially that guy. Right. So we're walking I'm surprised he didn't call me the N-word, actually. I must I must be I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> he's lucky. He's, he's Especially lucky. the fact that I went back and said sorry and he's, I get it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You're broke. He's, You're broke. Right. <laughs> sorry much. <laughs> I totally understand. And that's when we started, like, because when, as soon as we started leaving, we were like, what the fuck just happened? You know what I mean? We're high-fiving each other. We're like, yes. But then at the same time, didn't you feel like, how the hell did we get here? I didn't, you know, at that point, I didn't care. I was like, we just said no to the most giant asshole in Montreal. Right. I think it's as we walked away. Yeah. And we're still kind of like, let's just go to the next subway station and just roll off the steam. And then, and then we, I and think, then we tried to recount the the, the chronology of events, right. and it was just a blur. 
it was like a mixed mess. And then we were just like, okay, I think I said this. I think I did that. Yeah. Did you say this? Yes, I did say that. You know what I mean? Right. It was crazy. We're like, oh man, we're so gonna talk about this on the show. I don't care. And then <laughs> I'm gonna put. I'm like, I'm gonna share it on Facebook. I'm so gonna Shirley, share it on so Twitter. Shirley, so, I'm on Instagram. <laughs> so surely the pit bull that she is, she starts going to look for reviews. Wait, but of before this store. before we do that, uh-huh. then we go to the subway. We're just about to enter the subway, and then you're like. He's, you're like, oh my God, we just popped out together. And I said, you know what we did? We said no to that asshole. That's right. And we're like, big high five. <laughs> we're like, yes, <laughs> finally. You know what I mean? Because I, 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 haven't, I don't think I've had a say no to an asshole story yet <laughs> right. on the show. <laughs> this was my say no to an asshole story. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you like, yeah. Oh my God. It looked it like feels 1980s. So <laughs> right. Freeze well frame. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. That was so much fun, Shirley. Yeah, that yeah, was. Yeah. So now we're so much fun, so that I'm worried that I will let things pop off a little sooner the next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say things to Clove. Like I said, I, I was like, I think my uh, Haitian side is rubbing on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you know. Oh um. So yeah. So so then we're uh, we get to the subway for to get home. Yeah, we're on the bus to get home. Yeah. And uh, we're just, you know, we're calmer and we're thinking like, like, kind of like, not, we didn't say it verbally, but I think in some way we both thought the same thing. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, this is crazy. Like, are we, are we crazy for? Right. And I started thinking, are we living in an age that I can't win? Like, is this a thing now? Mm -hmm. Like, you can't Mm -hmm. window shop? Like, you have to know exactly what you're going to buy? Yeah. Is is this somehow my fault? Right. Like, you start thinking, well, maybe, maybe I'm not supposed to window shop. Maybe, like, I, I just go in a store knowing I'm going to buy it. I was like, no, yeah. I'm thinking this like, no, this is bullshit. I don't have to buy something if I go in a store. Yeah, it's okay store. for me to fucking go in yeah. and see if I'm going to purchase something. Some you, yeah. you don't get every sale, dude. Yeah. When you own a store, that's the reason you own a store. If you don't want, if you don't want people wasting your time, looking through your merchandise, do your shit online. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're like, oh man. We're not taking crazy pills. I don't know. I just like, let me check on this, this store. Like I got, I got, I don't know. I just felt like, let me check Yelp. I'm glad you took a picture of the store. Cause I totally would have forgotten the name of the store. <laughs> uh, I, I, me too. And that's why I needed to take a picture of that store. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to follow up. Like I'm going to freaking talk about this on the show. Yeah. And so, um, so we go on Yelp and we st- and there's five reviews about that store. All of them negative. One star. Yeah. One out of five stars. Right. And some of the stuff that was said, the latest one was the first two one you read. months ago. The first one you read was the funniest. It was the best. <laughs> Can I read the, the Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so we won't read the whole reviews, but we'll read like the highlights, the funniest parts of the reviews. And this one says from uh, Valencia D uh, on, uh, what is it? April, May 5th, 2015, this year, she wrote, she writes, as we walk in, we were faced with a very angry customer walking out yelling, fuck you, keep Keep your fucking t-shirt. This should have been our first clue. (laughs) (laughs) So 
basically in her story, she was saying my boyfriend wanted a pair of Converse, decided to check out the place, and then they walked in and they mm-hmm. heard this whole kerfuffle going on. Um, uh, we we walked uh, two sales girls and an older gentleman, sympathetic smiles, like they felt like, oh man, that sucks. Oh you yeah, know? some guy just told you to go fuck yourself. Ooh, That's that, that sucks, sucks right? Yeah. Um, they said barely had time to come to a full stop in front of the wall of Converse. When the sales girl asked, which one do you want to try? We smiled. Uh, they asked a minute, uh, they asked for a minute to decide, uh, or they, yeah, the couple asked to have a minute to decide. She replied, what size do you need? Still smiling. I answered, well, let you know as soon as we pick a pair. Yeah. Unflink, unflinchingly. Flinchingly. Uh, thank you. She answered, which pair? I have all sizes. Okay, then. So then her boyfriend picked a pair, asked for the size. He tried it on. Uh, he took three steps to the mirror. Um, and then he gave them back the, to the shoes to the sales girl with the intention of trying on another model. But seeing her, that she looked angry about it, like angrily stuffed the shoes in their box. <laughs> and, then, and she was huffing and puffing. They decided to go because of her attitude. Mm-hmm. So then we said, thank you. And as my boyfriend was putting his shoes back on, the older gentleman, that asshole. I call him Fuckface McGee. Right. Loudly asked the sales girls, so is he taking them? She took her head. No. She shook her head. No. And she and he replied, but he tried both feet and looked at at himself in the mirror for half an hour. At this point, I loudly asked, is that a problem, sir? He looked at me in surprise, disgust, and sarcastically answered, no, why would it be a problem? Playing along, I sweetly answered, well, you made a comment. It is, is it a problem for someone to try shoes on? This apparently didn't sit well, and he answered, if you're allowed to waste half an hour of my time and not buy shoes, then I'm allowed to make comments. Right. This fucking asshole. Right. I bet you both couples were white, and that's why he was making comments. Oh, my God. Because he was clearly making comments, but he was doing it very, right, you know. Right, But I have ears like a hawk. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, yeah. So, and she finishes off by saying, seriously, go buy your Converse literally anywhere else. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but here. And one of the things that I remember he was saying is, you're coming in here like this is a museum. <laughs> It's oh like, my I almost God. wanted to laugh when he said that. I was like, really, dude? <laughs> so you own a retail store, but don't get retail. Right. Mm, okay. <laughs> so Don A. on uh, April 9th this year uh, wrote, you've heard of the soup Nazi on Seinfeld, right? Well, I give you the shoe Nazi of Galaxy Blue. <laughs> she writes, I'm trying to figure out how this retail shop even stays in business. So I've made a story up in my head that he's an old mafioso from New Jersey. Yes, he got, does look like a mafioso. Who got placed here in Montreal by the Witness Protection Program <laughs> and forced to sell shoes in a retail store. Either that or he hates himself and everyone else around him. So he's just a cantankerous ass 100% of his daily life. Oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. He totally does. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Sarah S. writes, uh, for a truly unbelievable shopping experience, please visit this store. Seriously, you'll leave wondering how someone can be so rude to a customer. I decided to try on a pair of leathery black high tops after being told by the older man, presumably the owner, that they were special edition and that I could roll the top down. I had to look in a mirror and thought that they made my... My foot looked big. Well, I made the mistake of saying it out loud. The shop girl and the owner huffed and repeated, 
you think it makes your foot look big? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was doing when he said the birthday. Yeah, sure. Buy it on your birthday. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> she, she continued writing, uh, they had some pretty cool looking shoes. So I asked about how often they got deliveries and new stuff in. Another mistake. I was told that it didn't matter and that it was none of my business. The hostility was through the roof. <laughs> I decided to leave as they were becoming increasingly rude. I said, you know what? I'm leaving. And he said something like, fine, go. We obviously don't have what you want anyways. You're never going to find what you want. Women like you are never satisfied. Who oh <laughs> says that? I was actually confused and thought maybe I was misunderstanding the situation or they were being sarcastic at first or it was a bad joke. Just pour rire, maybe. <laughs> But no, no one jumped out of the woodwork to show me the hidden cameras. It was real. <laughs> it's so true. Because for a split uh, moment, I thought, if this is a joke, this is brilliant. Yeah, this is, you got us. You got us. High five, guys. <laughs> we are emotional. Oh, my God. Right <laughs> Jordan M. Because just for laugh shows are mostly recorded here in Montreal. Right. So uh, Jordan oh, M. Oh, my God. Jordan M. wrote, uh, the store <laughs> owner was standing right over next to us the whole time and was very rude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Evo's like, this is when you start taking display items off and drop them on the floor oh, as yeah. you leave. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to remember that. I'm going to remember that. <laughs> just, just take things and just drop them. Just boom, boom, oh, boom, man. boom, boom. So Clove and I start thinking like, man, we should go on Reddit. And uh Yeah, just just just, just tell, tell people, people that we'll give you a t shirt if you just go in there and, and walk we around for a half hour trying shit on. <laughs> <laughs> a half hour of your time. Go in there, we'll send you a t shirt. You want some entertainment during uh yes. jazz festival? Yes. Go to oh, the store. Yes. And and just egg him on. Just troll the shit out of this oh, guy. Oh man. Uh, so uh, who's who, who is this again? Uh, let's uh, see Jordan. Lala again. said there are some there are just some people. Who just do not need to work in customer service yeah. for real. And again, freaking universe, God, quantum physics, whatever you want to call it, karma. When that sign was up there for rent, it was so like amazing. It was like, oh my gosh, this is so great. I'm, you know, because it sucks for the people who were there. That sign was probably not there. Yeah. Oh, so it was just amazing. So Jordan M continues to write. <coughs> I was looking at one jacket in particular, and he said, "You're looking to buy a coat." I said, "I wanted to say no. I'm looking to buy golf clubs." But I tried to be polite. Yeah. I said yes, and then he asked my girlfriend, "Are you looking for pants?" She said yes, and asked questions about the sizes. His strong Canadian accents was hard for my girlfriend to understand, as she uh -huh. is French, and so she politely asked him to repeat it. He then repeated. He then repeated it very, very slowly. slowly. Like if you like if you joke about someone being handicapped. She simply said that talking nice to people in the store would make for more sales and repeat customers. He then said, I have a wife and I'm nice to her. That's enough. Wow. What a douche. Yeah, this dude hates life. And uh the very first <laughs> review was from a guy named he hates Hugh his life. Yeah, it was from a guy named Hugo L. And he said, needless to say, a $300 sale by him was lost because of his attitude. Go further along St. Catharines to Groove, Little Burgundy, or one of the countless other stores I discovered, which not only sell the same shoes, but, but cheaper. cheaper. So fuck okay. this guy. Fuck his store. Fuck Galaxy Blue. 
It is the worst store in Montreal. Yeah, yeah. Go to Saint Denis. There's an amazing Converse store right there. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, if you're looking for Converse, go on Saint Denis right by what's the station? Mont Royal? No. On Saint Denis. For to hit Saint Denis. I don't know. You'll have to follow up with it later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my All god! Right. So that's our pop-off story this week. So share with us. Have you said n- no to an asshole this week? Yeah. Give us a call one eight. 1- no, one eight four four Chonilla. Yes. Or write to us feedback at chonilla.com. I'd love to know your say no to an asshole story. Let's take a break. <laughs> hey guys, we really hope you enjoy listening to the Chonilla podcast as much as we love making it for you. But the reality is, the lion's share of our time is dedicated to our day job so we can cover all our costs of maintaining the podcast. We've hardly reached our full potential. The good news is, we can work together to change this. With the help of Patreon.com's crowdfunding, you can become an active contributor to our crowdfunding initiative. Let us know that our ongoing milestones for the Chonilla Network mean as much to you as they do to us. You are right on time, Shirley. Yay! Apples, little sex on the beach. That's what that looks like. Sex on the peach. Is that with your uh, your uh, pina colada mix? Yeah. 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 Mm, looks delicious. A little unique pina colada Sangria. mixed with uh, pineapple juice and a little bit of cherry uh, grenadine li- liqueur thingy. Ooh, mm. Very fancy. Mm. Very very fancy. Very very fancy. Hmm. <laughs> Hey, so uh, <laughs> right. So we're talking about the. Uh, uh, we're going to jump into our uh, uh, Chanilla couple. Yes, right to celebrate love wins. That's right. It's our Chanilla couple. Really short and sweet this week. This is uh, Jill, aka at MT Jillamanjaro. Ah, I get it, Jillamanjaro. <laughs> um, says this girl. We've had rough days, but in the end, after six years, I fall deeper in love with her. Yesterday proves that love wins. Yes. And that two people in a committed relationship, no matter what gender or race, can be happy. So proud of this moment. Come on to love wins, everybody. Yes. Congratulations for catching up to us, America. <laughs> Stop it, Shirley. Okay, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Stop. <laughs> no. So proud of this moment to be a Texan, to be her wife, and to legally start a family with my love, my best friend, and my support. Oh, man. That's huge, man. Yeah. That you can... You can start a family and that you know that whatever happens to you, it's going to be okay. Like Most, your your loved one is going to be okay. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. And it's funny when people talk about, you know, challenging it as it being like unnatural. Yeah. Because uh, the studies that they've done on this is that most species. Thank you. Most species will engage in homosexual activity out of 10% of their populace. Oh, look at that. Yeah. And sheep. Sheep have, have documented long-term monogamous homosexual relationships. Really? Yes. Yes. It's interesting. Because mm-hmm. uh, sheep girls are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back Wait, to Love Wins. Yes. So, um, 
Yes, uh, her wife to be legally to start a family with my love, my best friend, and my support. I love you, Miss Miss Iggy, Miss Iggy, yeah, Miss Iggy, marry me. And be my wife till death do we part. Oh, man. Oh, hashtag interracial relationship. Hashtag marriage equality. Hashtag love wins. Yes. So that is Jill and her boo. Welcome to the Chonilla family, guys. Yes. Ah. <laughs> now that love wins, what else? What did you learn on the Facebook group this hmm, week? Let's see. What did I learn? I learned that... Um, Donald Trump Donald Trump doesn't like Mexicans. Well, not all of them, just the bad ones. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I heard yeah. that clip. I heard that clip and mm-hmm. he was like saying all these like they 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 steal and I'm not saying verbatim, but the part that stuck out like they're they're you know, they're rapists. I couldn't believe he said that. <laughs> I, I was know, like, right? "Are you freaking serious right yeah. now?" Yeah, that's and the most racist shit I've ever oh heard. Oh my, my god. Yeah. And he, and he was like, but And it represents a huge demographic of the US, just saying. Yeah. And then he's like, "But some of them are okay." Yeah. But the way he said it is like most of them are like this, yeah. but some of them are all right. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's straight up racist. I encourage you, any Mexican descent who is working for Donald Donald Trump, scare the shit out of him. Out of him. Don't go to work for a week. Yeah, just get organized. See what he's going to say just, then. Just get organized and strike. Yeah. yeah. He's going to be shitting his boots. He'd be losing a whole lot of money. <laughs> uh, Charles, our consigliere, uh, he helped us uh, realize how, you know, vaginas are really popular on uh, the Facebook group. There was a lot of activity when uh, trying to come up with new names or uh, different names for vaginas. What? Yeah. You didn't see that thread? It no. Like, it was like uh, almost like 70 comments <laughs> with different terms for vagina. Really? Yes. Oh, go my check God. It out. <laughs> I need to update my vocabulary. Yeah. On the Facebook group, I saw a guy fist fight two cops and knocked one of them out towards the end of the video, which was pretty crazy. Really? Yeah. It was a black guy and uh, two white cops. And I'm so surprised that they didn't pull their guns out way sooner. Really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, you know, that's the yeah. status quo, right? It's like, right. okay, I'm scared of this black guy. I'm going to pull out my gun and shoot him to death. Right. Um, I also uh, learned that uh, former Pennsylvania Senator Rick Santorum thinks it's healthier for rape, rape victims to accept their pregnancies as a gift from God than to abort it because it's not the baby's fault. Yeah, dude. Stop campaigning. Basically, fuck women's rights. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. I also learned that sleeping naked will make you live longer. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's natural. It is. Yeah. It is. It, it feels like there's a freedom. There's a safety. There's something there, you know? Um, I also learned that uh, Canada's wilderness is uh, pretty scary. Lots of uh, lots of badasses like uh, wolverines and polar bears and shit like that in Canada. Um, and cougars. Mm-hmm. I learned that white girls can be victims of fashion. What's a girl to do, Shirley? I don't get it. <laughs> this, this girl had on skinny jeans and they were so tight oh, yeah. that she was squatting down and it cut the circulation off to the bottom of her legs and it, that- her legs swole up so she couldn't get her jeans off so she was literally a victim of fashion how, how did you get how did she get in there anyway uh, only white girl problems um i learned a young woman who died in a young man who died in 2004 was finally discovered by the police after his mother was pulled over for a traffic stop. Yeah, back in 2004, this kid went missing. He was in seventh grade. He would have been like 25 now. Oh. But she had his body in uh, in the trunk, I think. And the cop, when he pulled her over for like her, her stickers or her plates or something. Recently? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He smelt the, 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 the 
decomposing flesh. Whoa, uh, wait a second. Yeah. You mean to tell me since seventh grade, yeah, since she had his body back there? Maybe not back there, but she's been hiding his body since 2004, and he was. she reported him missing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I also learned that ISIS is steady releasing execution videos. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to stop, man. No. This is scary. Just, Mm -hmm. just sorry to interrupt, but Puddin Pop said sleeping naked. But what happens if an emergency occurs? (laughs) Then you're running around looking for clothes. You know what? (laughs) LOL fail. I think that gives you the advantage. You know, you look like a crazy person without any clothes on. But she does have a good point. If you're going to sleep naked, at least have a plan of action in case something happens, like have a robe nearby or have a quick like pajama that you can just grab. And then as you run outside, you put on your pajama. I say take naked karate classes so that way you're prepared. (laughs) Maybe have a box. If you're naked, if you are a person who sleeps naked and let's say you have a garage or a shed or something, Uh Have an extra pair of clothes in there. <laughs> <laughs> Just some thought. Sure. Put in, yeah, put in the mailbox. Sure. Oh no, because the mailbox can burn too. But yeah, a robe, right? A robe. A you robe. slip it on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They uh, they have condoms now that change colors when it interacts with an STI. Do oh. You, do you know what the condom's called? No. STI. <laughs> no, it's not. It is. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> That's kind of clever. And uh, you can finally dance after midnight in Japan. Oh, yes. That's a big deal, right? That was a huge deal. They mm-hmm. had like underground clubs. Yeah. For <laughs> like, dancing. It's like, like fucking footloose. footloose over there. It's fucking crazy. It's nuts <laughs> because they thought that it would, that when you. Uh, dancing was associated with criminal activity, right. drug use, right. uh, promiscuous sex. Right. <laughs> it's so crazy. Oh, my. Japan. You're so oh, silly. Japan, 1947. What were you thinking? <laughs> Pop quiz, Shirley. Yeah. What do states Maryland, Tennessee, Virginia, North and South Carolina, Louisiana, Mississippi, Atlanta, and Georgia all have in common? White trash. You can put a symbol. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Close. <laughs> you can put a symbol on your license plate that says, fuck my whole country because I don't like living with black people unless I own them. You're allowed to oh, put the a Confederate flag. flag. On your license plate in those states. I'm kind of glad we didn't move to Georgia because if I would have seen that, <laughs> right. I would have been fucked. Clove, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. America, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say this. <laughs> I'm just going to – you step foot in America sometimes. Uh-huh. It's unreal. It's yeah. like this is so – this is not real. That's freedom, Shirley. You're stepping into freedom. That's what it is. <laughs> it's too <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> That's it. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what that Twilight Zone feeling is? It's freedom. Pudding Pop says, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I also learned that uh, our friends Dino Red and Shane Paul Neal were guests on the Back to Reality podcast and had a great combo about the uh, South Carolina uh, massacre. Cool. I'm going to listen to that. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. I heard a side of Dino that I'd never heard before. Hmm. He was very, very... um, I guess uh, I don't want to say emotionally charged, but he was connected. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And he definitely had a uh, unique, unique opinion, which uh, I appreciated him uh, sharing. Cool. Um, I learned that Texas pastor Rick Scarborough promised to set himself on fire if gays have the same rights as he does to get married. I uh, I'm not gonna touch that. 
I, not, I, I, I have so no. I am. I have his uh, his audio clip here oh. that, that where he states that he's going to set himself on fire. Oh no! Uh, these folks uh, send in their activists uh, with their lawyers when they find there's a Christian who's principled and not willing to participate in any kind of sanctioning of same-sex marriage, and 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 they sue them until they go into bankruptcy. Uh, in fact, the New Mexico Supreme Court, in ruling on the case there, said that that uh, participating in the sanction of same-sex marriage was the, quote, price of citizenship in the United States. So we, we, that we know uh, what's coming, and uh, we're simply being preemptive and saying, no matter what the cost, we, we understand and we weigh the cost. We are not going to bow. We're not going to bend. And if necessary, we will burn. And we're not taking it in the butt. I'm telling you that right now, Shirley. That was Rick Scarbro and his amazing, uh, uh, you know, uh, foresight in thinking that he's going to set himself on fire. Needless to say, he did not set himself on fire, Shirley. Of course, he's not. And not only did he, he got not, not only did he not set himself on fire, but he made he made a statement saying that um, uh, he was actually referring to a Bible passage where it's kind of like a, a metaphor. It's a metaphor of uh, you know uh, deciding to set yourself on fire. Oh. So this guy is clearly full of shit. Don't you judge people who do that though? And welcome to I the new. I bet you you do, Mister. But you know you do it. Yeah, but you do it's, it. It's for the right reason. <laughs> yes, welcome to the new America, uh, Rick Scarbro. Um, also, I learned that Rick Ross is living that thug life for realsies. Oh, why? Why? He got arrested for kidnapping. What? Yes, I think he kidnapped like a construction worker or something like that. Yeah. Come on. I don't think he's going to do too well in jail, that guy. No. Mm. He can't run fast he's old, enough. He's an old CO, right? Um, His right, your rhymes ain't going to help you, sir, but you knew, to get you, out of it. But you knew that he was a correctional officer at a prison. <gasps> yeah, he you was. knew that, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> Ooh, is that uh-huh. karma? <laughs> I don't know, Ooh, man. Ooh, it could be karma. I don't know. Maybe he did something when he was a correctional officer that was not right. Evo wants and to know, why do Christians think they own marriage? For real. I don't know. For me, the way I see it is like these people that are saying like, you know, uh, it's 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 killing the tradition of marriage and all that bullshit. Yeah. To me, I think that because I've known a guy like this before where some – anytime you would make a joke about, you know, someone being gay or say him being gay or anything, guys will do that. Guys will do that. They'll, yeah. they'll make fun of each other that way. Right. And uh, – but he would always play the card, I can't be gay because I'm married. And I'm like – Really, do I think there's a lot of guys out there who got married just so they can say or protect themselves from being outed as being gay. Yeah. So I think that when there's a lot of people who step forward and be like ah, traditional marriage stuff like that, I think there's a little gayness in them that they're afraid of. Yeah. Mm. I think they're so scared of it. It's okay if you look at Brad Pitt and you think he's hot. Yeah. It don't mean you're gay. Go to the washroom. Dude. Spank one out, man. Just think of him in, in, without a shirt on. Go, go for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't mean you're actually going to take action, oh find out where he lives, you know, be stalking him and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you'd be like, move over, Angie, because yeah. you weigh like a feather. If you like it in the butt, <laughs> you like it in the butt. I'm going to take, take you now, Brad. Like, come on. All right. <laughs> Is that so it? I, no, no. Oh. Excuse me. I learned that uh, Fox News host Sean Hannity. Just say Fox News host, and I'm like, out. <laughs> he doesn't see a difference between selling Jay-Z albums and selling the Confederate flag at oh, Walmart. What's his point? Why? What? How he makes that connection can only be done by a privileged brain. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 
is insane. And it's insane <laughs> that there are. Can you imagine being Jay Z? Like, what the fuck? Please. <laughs> Dear Fox News host, yeah. Sean, whatever. No, not please even. Please don't ever say my name again. It's just a big eye roll. Or it's I will like, sue your ass. Yeah, how does that connect, you know what I mean? Like with, like, is he saying like, you know what? You know what? Jay-Z albums scare me so much. They scare me so much that I want balance. I want black people to feel the fear I that I feel from a Jay-Z album when he says he's going to run up on crackers in City Hall. Right? Right. Anyways. Oh my goodness. All right. Really? Yeah. Uh I learned that. And I uh, love how they're boy 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 like protesting, you know, some are protesting to keep the Confederate flag going. Oh because, yeah. Because for them they're <laughs> using like because <laughs> of my forefathers fought. Yeah. And that's all they stop right there. Yeah, yeah. They fought. Yeah, they they, fought. they they risked their lives. No, no, no. Their grandfathers died right. in in the Civil War. Right. What about all the slaves that died? Oh, let's talk Who about. Who gives a fuck about them? I like how you point out that your grandfather, you know your great grandfather, died? fought for something, yeah. but you don't like to point out what they, why, yeah. what yeah. was the reason for it. Yeah, it's so, you just clearly, you yeah. just want. Let's just, let's just acknowledge. Yeah, so it the could be the fact that they fought. Yes, and lost yes. their lives. Yes, you know, like that's that's their point. Yeah, it's like really, dude. Yeah, they fought to make it legal to go and steal Africans. Ah. <sighs> Keep, That's what they're fighting for. Yeah, they're fighting because they're lazy ass. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Good old Southern charm. Uh, let's wow. see here. I learned that uh, president and CEO of the Creation Museum, Ken Ham, oh no, started building an ark with a restaurant on the top floor. Okay. Okay. Can I just say this? I gotta go back to that Confederate thing in a second because I just remembered something. Go. Uh, where we started, you know. Getting our finance right. I would totally go check that place out. I'm with you. I want to go. I want to go. Especially when he said it's going to be an attraction as big as Disneyland. I was like, I'm there. (laughs) Show me where the slide is. Because sometimes you need a vacation and you want to feel like you're going to the Twilight Zone. Oh, my God, Shirley. This would be great. This This would be be great. Twilight Zone. Oh, yeah. We should have have a Tonella meetup on the Ark at the Crazy Museum. That'd be so good. Where is it? Where is it at? Uh, Where's it going to be in at? In Arkansas, I think. Oh, God, yeah. it's hot over there. I think so, yeah. Mm. yeah I'd have to double check. But, uh, we'll wait we're... until the whole Confederate flag and all right, that right, stuff right. is going down <laughs> a bit before we... We're chilling the couples aren't, uh, you know, uh, yeah. chased away. Anyways, so the... Uh, what was I going to say? There's uh, a guy who has made a declaration that... Uh, because at the... Um, I think it's in South Carolina. Um, they have the, the, uh, Confederate flag at the city hall and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's flying and everything, but they also, uh, erected a, um, African-American memorial, you know what I mean? To all the slaves who also lost their, their lives and, you know, who were, you know, killed and yeah, anyways. And, um, so he started saying that, you know what, if they take my flag down, I'm going to get a petition going to take that memorial down. Are you serious? But yet, but yet, but yet, you you claim that you don't see a connection between this and right. slavery, right? Right. You don't see how it's connected, right? But your brain is automatically saying, "If you hurt me, I'm going to hurt you." Right. In this spot. Right. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Anyways, but I don't know the reason why you're so mad about this yeah. flag. They stole it. The clan stole it from us. Get the fuck out of here. Come. Like, like, if you're going to stand for something, fucking do your history, man. Don't be so fucking privileged and stubborn that you can't 
say, whoops, I really didn't realize that this is what this flag meant. Maybe for the betterment of our country. Yes. We should move on from it. You know what I mean? We should get over the fact that 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 you guys are celebrating coming in second in the Civil War. Gosh, why are people so afraid to live in in a utopian society? <laughs> why are we fighting this as human beings? Because utopian is defined differently for different people. Some people utopian is yeah, they, they got like 10 black slaves and they're – That's yeah, true. Yeah, anyway. That's true. All right. So uh, I also learned that Louisiana Republican Governor Bobby Jindal – has, uh, has formally announced. You mean he, Pin Pin? What's his real name? Pin Pins Pin J? Or anyway, keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pindar. No, it's, uh, oh no, 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 no. He looks South Asian. He is uh, South Asian, okay. but yeah. So, so Louisiana Louisiana Republican Governor Bobby Jindal has formally announced that he is ready to be a puppet for the white power structure by saying that he's going to run for president. Yeah, he doesn't want to be called like Indian American. He's of all about not. like American. Oh no, no. Yeah, because he is being told what he needs to do. Yeah. He's being told how he needs to behave. He's being told this is how you should want to live there, with, with us whites. His team is campaigning him to try to steer him away. Do you want to live with us whites? As Here's much, what you need to do. Yeah, his his team is trying to steer him away as much as possible to not push the fact that he is uh, – uh, oh. Piyush is his real name. I'm not going to call you Piyush. Listen to me, Piyush. Bobby. Bobby. Get the fuck out of okay. here, Bobby. Piyush, Piyush, however you pronounce it. Okay. You know, Bobby. <laughs> hey, but you know what? Good on you for making it easier for white people. Yeah, because you know, they're campaigning him to, to try to not push the whole South Asian aspect of, of him. Of course not. And there's, there's things like he won't take pictures with like uh, another th- South Asian person who's oh in God. like sari gears oh and stuff like that. And oh my God. they even have things like they're trying to not have him as much as his family being in the background with him too much either. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really trying to push this idea like I'm American. And not embrace all facets of himself. It's it's pretty sad. I'm making myself safe for white people. Right. It's sad. <laughs> oh, Evil says. Oh, excuse me. Evil says yes. He's always said he doesn't want to run for president. He wanted to focus on Louisiana. Not that he was driving uh, L.A. into the ground. He wants to be president. Hmm. They don't want the racists of the. Uh, they don't want the racists of the party calling him a Muslim terrorist like they did with Barack. Wow! Mm. See that they're making. Then you ain't got no balls and cojones to yeah. be a president, Piyush. They're painting him. Piyush. They're painting him to be so the racists can't call say those things. Like they're asking him so that's to change why they're, they're, his behavior, right? Because they know they've got a racist demographic. So that's that why they're trying this. to make him not be around the, the whole his his the other side, his South Asian side, his the culture, culture his upbringing, his, his upbringing. Um, oh, where hey, oh, if I was your mother, P.U. Right, right. <laughs> you get a smack in the back of the head. Yes. What the fuck is wrong with you, Piyush? Piyush, Piyush however you pronounce it. Mm. Yeah. All right. Um, I also learned that 400-pound hogs are giving women special gifts from God in Bardwell, Texas. Some lady said that some uh, some pig raped her and impregnated her. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's just hoping that it's not like a half pig boy. Mm-hmm. That's not oh, – I'm real. not even going to – Yeah. 
<laughs> Who is she afraid of? She was at the mini putt, you know. <laughs> I was minding my business. I was minding my business. <laughs> was a mini putt. Shooting for par. Right by this farm. <laughs> On the seventh hole. <laughs> <laughs> and this pig supposedly has been stalking her for a while. Oh, my yeah. God. No, but she this... didn't say that. Oh, yes, she did. Oh, come on. Oh, yes, she did. And uh, Our people are going to go that extreme level just to say, I messed up. Mm-hmm. I opened my legs when I shouldn't. I slept with a black man. <laughs> right. right. You're going to go that far to say right. you, you slept with a black <laughs> <laughs> Fucking racism is crazy, man. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> So anyways, thank I want, you. Now I got a follow-up. I am going to Google alert her name. <laughs> Black Rob said, no, baby, I swear I didn't cheat. I got raped by a pig. <laughs> Ew. That's it. That it kid's really, going to be black. Really that big, kid is going to be ch- biracial. Oh, my gosh. I think so? A little chinilla baby? I think you hit the nail. Yeah. Like, really? You think so? Where's she, where's she from? Who makes fucking... Who? Where's she live? Uh, not only how stupid do you have to be, but how stupid is your surrounding that you think that this story makes sense? Why and how does it go... get in the news? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You know what my cousin said? <laughs> my cousin said she got raped by a pig. I'm calling the fucking newspaper. <laughs> how would you title this this story? Oh my God. Bitch, please. You, yeah. know, you, you know you're pregnant by a black man. Oh my God. And you're trying to hide it. Right. So anyways, oh my god, it will be epic once that baby is born. That's the truth. <laughs> thank you everyone for contributing to the Facebook group and uh, keeping us up to date with the internet. Uh, special thank you to Charles, our consigliere, uh, for keeping that Facebook alive and uh, <laughs> feeding us some great content. <laughs> thank you. And to go back to that thing, give me another name for a vagina. Yeah. I see some of them. Yeah. Slip and slide. Slip and slide. Really? <laughs> The weakness. If you want to get caught up on the Chonilla uh, group, uh, go to chonilla.com forward slash forum and click on forum to start interacting with the group today. Jazz really like late. Jazz. <laughs> it's real. It's mostly him. <laughs> <laughs> I called it the growler. <laughs> wow. Puff mama. I don't know. That's not very sexy. Pocketbook. Pocketbook. Mm. <laughs> Butterfly. Pocketbook's more like if you're in jail. (laughs) If you're in lady jail. Right. It's my pocketbook. (laughs) Hot hot box. Speaking of, I saw Camel Toe. Is there a comeback with this? Because I'm noticing a lot of celebrities who are really pushing on this. And I don't appreciate it. What are you talking about? More Camel Toes are appearing with these celebrities and their tights and they're not wearing underwear. And it's just like, it's not sexy. Don't try to be cute. Camel Toe is not cute. It's, it's never been cute. It's sexy to some dudes. I can, it's I can attest to that. It's never cute. I, I know guys that are all about the camel toe. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so strange. Mm, they love the moose knuckle. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> I actually pictured both. The moose knuckle. I know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of moose knuckles. <laughs> Let's get into these. Uh, let's get into these big ups. <laughs> I'm ruined. <laughs> this is the part of the show where I like to butcher people's Twitter handles. Oh my gosh! And say thank you for fucking with me on Twitter. <laughs> big ups to at yours in negritude, Stephanie P at sp luna eight. Album reviews two exclamation marks at exile reviews. 
Kareen Bilodo at Bilodo underscore Kareem Jabbar the Jabari. Yes, that's what I was gonna say, racist. All right. I'd like to say big ups to at Wordy Girl, Maria Evans at Mayor for Evans. Oh my goodness. Black Batsu at Black Batsu. Ramin at Real Ramin. Ramen Noodle. I think Real so. Ramen I think that's the double entendre there. Uh, uh, Kefi the Don at Kefi the Don. Rudy Bay Moore at Hostile Tweets. True Blue at True Blue Butterfly. Deborah Villeneuve at Miss Villy. Mm-hmm. Kevin Sizer at Road Rat 13. Jonathan Mack at Finbog. Queen of the Pen at Rissa 62. Mind of Gabby at Mind of Gabby 38. AUOMovement.org at AUA.org. Isn't that, that Ricky? A tough one. Ricky? I think so. Is it? I think so. What up, Ricky? Um, at Pod Called Cast. At Pod Called Cast. <laughs> Can I just say? Okay, good. Keep going. <laughs> Anthony Brown at <laughs> Ant Banks Brown AB. O at O underscore progress. So thank you very much, guys. Fuck me on Twitter. And I'd like to say a special big ups to Mewtwo Chains at Silent X Media from the Where's My 40 Acres crew. Oh, because yeah. he came through when I asked about, you know, the uh, the Public Enemy song that um, With had, the, had Flavor Flav and... On uh, one ear. Yeah, and uh, Chuck, and Chuck D, D on the on other. The, on the next year, yeah. So, and this is the song right here. It's called Potty for Your Right to Fight. And this song, show I haven't heard this. Just put the nail in the coffin for a me. a long time. As a PE fanboy for life. You're like, that's it. Yeah. Give me the papers. I'm going to sign? I'm going to sign it, just like all the celebrities at Tidal. I think this is the most I heard Flavor Flav rap. Or run. Thanks a lot, uh, Mew Two Chains at Silent X Media from the Where's My Forty Acres uh, podcast. Yes. Oh my God! It's already Thanks one o'clock, me, and we didn't even hit the news yet. She told you it's a big show. Wow. Uh-huh. So what do you want to do now? Uh in the news. News, news. I like the news, 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 news. What is in the news? Yay, the news is not bad. So the most, I was trying to find Canadian news. I mean, there's tons and stuff, but the one that was like, I guess, socially made sense was that a police are looking for a man who escaped after robbing a Tim Hortons and then jumped into the ocean somewhere in Vancouver. That was like the most popular thing going on in Canada at the moment yesterday. Um, so gangster gets up here. The man hit underwater uh, at the place <laughs> with, with, with the PVC tube sticking out. Because <laughs> <trying to> <laughs> people in Canada take uh, robbing of Tim Hortons 
seriously. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how anybody could think that they could rob a chain store. You know what I mean? Yeah, how do you do that? Oh, my God. They got like maybe $50 in the till. Maybe. Right? Maybe. Don't do that. No. Don't. don't. <laughs> there, there's like like teams that are, are paid to actively look for ways to minimize their, their um, what's it called, uh, appeal to be robbed. Yeah. Yeah. Constable uh, Montagne uh, uh, says the man robbed the, the Timmy's. In the 400 block of uh, of Hornby Street, I think maybe we've walked by there. I knew a guy in Markman Eglinton mm-hmm. who was arrested. <laughs> I think he owed a crack debt or something. But he <laughs> was he went from the corner of Markman Eglinton and went north through the strip mall and robbed every single store in the strip mall, like one after the other. Until the police showed up. <laughs> he went on a BMX bike. That's crack. Right. That is crack knowledge. He had like a backpack, a BMX, a fucking, something that looked like a pistol wrapped in a bag. <laughs> went in there and said, give me all your money. <laughs> and I guarantee you some store owners went, no, fuck you. And he's like, all right, I'll go to the next one. <laughs> That's it, especially Scarborough. <laughs> in Toronto, they, they're like, what the, get the hell out of here. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Give me all your money. So the way I met that guy. I can see guy. an animation version of this. <laughs> the way I met that guy was through uh, was through Jerry. <laughs> and Jerry had bent him up pretty good because, because he owed him money. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Right. Oh, crack cocaine. Fight for your drug. right to fight. In uh, U.S. news, this is uh, this was uh, yesterday. I would say the Shiro of... The, of Shiro, Shiro. The, te- the decade. Uh, around 5.30 a.m. yesterday, uh, Bree Newsom climbed to the top of the flagpole flying uh, the Confederate... Confederate flag on the grounds of South Carolina uh, state capitol, unhooked the flag and brought it down as police waited to arrest her. Uh, The Confederate flag, which is uh, protected by state law, was raised again 45 minutes later after Mm -hmm. her arrest Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, ahead of a rally that was planned by uh, people who wanted to keep the flag where it is. Those who knew Bree, uh, Brittany uh, Newsom, who's 30, who climbed uh, the pole. Good for her. Well, I shouldn't say it like that. The flagpole. <laughs> the pole. Uh, That's what she said. Ah. They weren't surprised by her action. She's always been bold. Uh, the charge they're facing is a misdemeanor, uh, meaner, I mean, with a fine of up to $5,000. Uh, an imprisonment turn up to three years for her and both James Ian Tyson, who's a 30-year-old uh, from Charlotte who spotted Bree during her climb. Mm. Uh, he was also charged in the incident. And then there was a crowdfunding f- campaign that raised more than $65,000. Even um, Michael Moore chimed in on Twitter, said that he would offer her – he would offer to pay her bail and legal fees. Awesome. Um, and then in the video, you hear Brie yell, you come against me with hatred and oppression and violence. I come against you in the name of God. 
Well, she mm. didn't say it like that. <laughs> this flag comes down today. Good for her, man. She's, you know what she did? She said no to these motherfucking assholes. That's right. She's, she's an asshole hero. <laughs> I am done with this bullshit. She is an asshole hero. She, yes, she is the say no to an asshole hero. That's awesome. Uh, which, by the way, hours after uh, her the the uh, Newsom's protest, um, they were released. So they're they're re- they're right mm. now they're released. Um, but yeah, I heard a uh, I heard a South Carolina senator say that it's time for that flag to come down. Yeah. Because usually what you what a flag is is basically it's a representation of the laws and that, that govern the land. Do you know what I mean? It's kinda like it represents how how people do things. And mm. and the thing is with the Confederate flag, there's mm. nothing there. They don't follow the the uh the philosophies of the Confederation in the, the, the house or the, the building, so why fly the flag? Yeah. Right? They fly the flag for the good old boys. Right. In there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's who they're flying it for. It's yeah, that, it's that it's undercover, that constant... undercover KKK bullshit. Right, yeah. Un- undercover, uh, uh, like kind of like. Let's talk pseudo... about what we really think with cigars right. and whiskey when the doors are closed and it's no like, black hey, people there. Remember, yeah. it's that's what it is. It's a hey, remember, boys. Yeah, remember, remember. our grandfathers. Yeah, mm. remember. Yeah, don't want to disappoint Gotta them. Keep them in line. Remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about us. Yeah, it's keeping us in power. Fourteen words. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so what would you, if you had to title this news, what would you title it? Uh, Shiro with common sense does what everybody's thinking. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) Shiro, I would say, uh, Bree Newsome Shiro said, Move, bitch! Get that shit down. Get that out of our way. Yeah, it's holding Get everybody back. Get out the back. way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, in some more news, uh, love wins. We we mentioned that earlier. Uh, Supreme Court five to four decision. Marriage officially and and legally a right for all couples, regardless of gender or sexual orientation. Nice. It is a victory. Which is wonderful, and somehow this win is creating these people to go on Twitter and saying they're moving to Canada. <laughs> what they don't know since two thousand five, it's been legal here, guys. Welcome. But it's funny you're not considering doing your homework, finding that shit out that no, no, it's sure, been sure, legal sure, here. Sure, sure. Maybe the, you want to no. go to Mexico. What go to need, Mexico. What you need to realize <laughs> is no. No, right? Because the rapists over there. Oh, there, exactly. Oh, shoot, Cole so doesn't mean that. He's the just reason to Donald Trump is you just they tuning get it, in. They get it. So the reason that um, this is a problem, yeah, is because of people not being educated. You know what I mean? So when you ask somebody, just just go get yourself educated, and you'll figure it out. That it doesn't happen. Right? They are willingly ignorant. Not only they're willingly ignorant, it's their right to be as ignorant as they want to be. Yeah. They don't have to listen to you when you say, you know what, maybe you should learn about this. I don't have to learn shit. Mm-hmm. It's my right. And you know what I'm saying? You know what? Christians who don't like, mind your business. <laughs> if you're not into, if you are not a person who is attracted to the d- same sex, that's your business. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do it. If you're right with God, you're right with God. Let that be. If other people ain't right, they ain't right. Don't worry about it. No, but that's their problem. Their problem is is when other people aren't right with God, 
they're so righteous, Shirley, that they got to make sure everybody else is on the right path. But if they read the everybody Bible, everybody else's business is theirs, right? But if they no, read- no, no, you're asking too much of them. You're oh. asking you. These are people that need to be told right. how to behave. These are people that need to be told how to think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Any. Yeah. Any who I thought it was. Pretty- they don't value themselves. They don't value their own ability to be able to educate themselves and make a decision and stand up for themselves. No, they're cowards. They hide behind other cowards in a group of cowards led by the most fucking loud spoken coward of them all. Who's laughing. (laughs) Making money off of everybody. (laughs) So I thought it was pretty cool. The white house lit up the, the the, the house with rainbow colors, which was pretty cool. They did it. uh, Empire state building, Niagara falls. So that was pretty cool. There was some interesting online national news, man. man. So good. Honestly, when I saw it, I was like, I was surprised. I was like, wow. I was impressed. I was like, so was I'm I. impressed, like, man. And I'm impressed. Like, yay. I'm impressed, but at the same time, I'm like, wow, this is only happening now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is like there's been a countless amount of people who've who've Who suffered died, from this kind of like yeah. bullshit of of religion oppression on this kind of like uh uh, uh people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And there's some interesting comments. Some said uh, Matthew in Grand Rapids, for example, said, "Thank you." And on my birthday, thank you. I can marry my fiance of 13 years, so I can call him my husband. Stephanie said, "They should have legalized hardworking Mexicans instead of doing this gay bullshit." Wow. And she happens to be Latina. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 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 And Deborah said, you are one of a hell of a president, and I'm feeling very proud to be American today and all week. Hang in there. History uh, will show the, uh, I guess you said that your amazing contribution, even when working with pundits, racist haters, doubters against you. I love Joe, too. Uh, you make a great team for America. Thank you. No. So. That's uh, love wins. Hashtag love wins. Very man. cool. Very cool. And in the last news, this is actually we can play title this news. This is by Mary, who it was written by uh, Mary Emily uh, O'Hara on the Daily Dot. This uh, uh, this was days after the uh, unfortunately the Charleston massacre. Ashley M from Texas, Texarkana. Recently posted photos of herself on Facebook after reportedly being jumped by three African American outside. Actually, no, 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 no. Our side. Our side. <laughs> right. She wrote, just got jumped by three African Americans our, our side, side of, of the, the as Walmart. <laughs> they are in a white Ford 150 extended cab. Arkansas tags. They, they hit, hit me. me in- How would she fucking know that? They hit me inside Walmart and were cussing. I was very polite and asked them to lower their voices and the cuss words in front of my three-year-old daughter. And this is the outcome. What has the world come to? Sad face feeling emotional. <laughs> Don't tell. Yeah. In her world, you can't tell black people to stop cussing or they punch you in the face. Surely. Have you seen the makeup? Yeah. <laughs> This is insane. <laughs> this in is insane. I got it. I got it. Oh, you, okay. Oh, my okay. God. Yeah. That's for real. She's serious, man. Uh, the photos was... Well, look how she's squinting her right eye like it's like it's like she can't open it. How How does somebody... This is a crazy person, Charlie. Oh, my... This is a crazy person. How in their right mind think... 
crazy people need attention to. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So they called the police department in her uh, in uh, Texarkana, uh, and uh, they responded in an email statement saying that they've they've talked to Detective uh, Sergeant. Who has reviewed all the reports for the weekend? Uh, Puddin' Pop says all that effing Halloween makeup, really, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Shirley, why, why is she so mad? Uh, she, oh, so there's also uh, there was no report over this the is weekend. That white, this is that white position of being like victimized. Yeah. By black people. Yeah, yeah. So they're saying that there was no uh, report on the system. From a person, uh, they're confident in stating that this incident, you know, didn't occur. Um, in response to being mocked on Twitter, Ashley posted another photo. Oh my god! If you scroll down, down, oh my god! Of her beaten face on Instagram, which later she uh, it was taken down. Yeah, yeah and because then she it's bullshit. And then she said, "Here is your police report. Sorry, I got jumped by three African American young men." I have two black eyes and nose still is bleeding. And somehow I am in the wrong enough for people to say it was makeup. How embarrassing and very rude. Quite frankly, I don't want your pity, attention, anything. I just <laughs> I don't want your pity, attention, anything. <laughs> I'm just warning there are dangerous people in uh, Texarkana. So be careful. They did this to me for no reason in front of my three-year-old. At Texas side Walmart. Okay, so but these places have video footage, right? Right. No, they there got nothing. I mean, there's you, nothing you on record. Should be able to pull that out. Nobody called. You know Nobody why? Saw anything? Do you know why, Shirley? Because that whole place is run by black people. That's right. why she's such a victim. Right. Ugh. Uh, and then, so the police uh, took down. I got, I got ten bucks. Says she has a Confederate flag somewhere in her house. Probably. Yeah. Uh, then the police has taken down their statement. Uh, uh, its statement on about Ashley on their Facebook post, and they they were informed by social media manager that he was uh, that was he was contacted by a friend of the original poster. We were informed that she is emotionally disturbed. Of course, she is. <laughs> and that they are attempting to get her. Uh, the assistance that she needs uh we will we have removed the post to avoid contributing to her difficult struggle so yeah yeah it makes sense good for her though making the news oh, oh yeah. no she did that but yeah that's a big deal it's because she it's, does it's because she kept lying yeah i mean people would be like is that really yeah a bruised face or is it kind of makeup no that's a bruised face are you sure yeah it's a bruised face okay <laughs> <laughs> Putin Bob said, do you mind if we go to the if, do you mind if we put this on TV go ahead yeah sure <laughs> yeah no that's the point it's real it's the point yeah uh, Putin Pop said she maybe she got turned down by a black man and she figured she'd uh, she'd do a payback but really you're stupid <laughs> as fuck <laughs> you wanted the attention or you would you wouldn't have have posted this utter fuckery exactly yeah. there's no need to post it no yeah. There's zero need to post that. No. She wanted to go to the police. She could have just brought that picture to the police. Right. But the police would have probably had a laugh. Yeah. But in the next step, they would <laughs> be imagine like. Imagine her showing up with that makeup. Oh, my God. They'd be like. Can you imagine the police being like, okay, let's go to Walmart. Let's see if we can dig up some. Uh, no, they would have held her. They would have had her sit there for hours because I would. Right. I'd be like. Oh, yeah. Hey, do, do you want something to wipe your face? We can get the paramedic in here to help you with your oh, damages. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we can clean you up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking bullshit. I'm going back to her picture with the black eyes. That's terrible. 
<sighs> that maybe she's maybe that was her weird. I know. I'm taking makeup classes. No, this no, is this my is, weird way in my mind is, of of marketing my my skills as a makeup is, artist. This is her brain saying, like, I bet you, a white woman could get punched in the face by black men, and that she could put that picture on the internet, and nobody would give a shit. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> the internet will care. The internet has proven you, lady. The internet is not your friend. And you are one <laughs> crazy bitch. Yes. So how would you title this news, baby? Crazy bitch buys Halloween makeup at Walmart and blames black people for punching her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Crazy white woman scared of black people puts makeup on her face <laughs> and, and pleads to, to social media of how unjust and how poorly she's being treated. Because people don't believe her. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, All right, sweet. Let's take a break. Okay. Hey, guys. We really hope you enjoy listening to the Chonilla podcast as much as we love making it for you. But the reality is... The lion's share of our time is dedicated to our day job so we can cover all our costs of maintaining the podcast. We've hardly reached our full potential. The good news is we can work together to change this. With the help of Patreon.com's crowdfunding, you can become an active contributor to our crowdfunding initiative. Let us know that our ongoing milestones for the Chonilla Network mean as much to you as they do to us. So, so what? What's what time is it, baby? Bible scriptures, no, no, two, one, no. It's time for Bible scriptures, no, no, two, one, no. It's gonna be awesome today, Shirley, because we're continuing on the Book of Joshua, chapter three to six. Three to six. Three to six. And uh, let's see here. The players tonight are Joshua, God, the commander of God's army, the priests, and the Israelites. Who's the commander of God's army? Just the guy who shows up randomly. You'll Just see. like that. Just like that. Okay. He's got a sword. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> he got written out of the story somehow. All right. I call this one... And the wall came crumbling or tumbling down. <laughs> okay, so once again, Moses is dead mm. and Joshua Takes is over. the new boss. Yeah. And uh, Joshua told the Israelites that in three days they would be entering the promised land. So they needed to pack their shit and be ready. Oh, so now they're getting close to the promised land. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going down, Shirley. Okay. And remember, a couple of the spies uh, got sent to hang out with a prostitute when they uh, they gathered some intel for Joshua. Right, hanging out. Right, wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Joshua then tells the Israelites that on the third day, the priests are going to be walking through the camp with the Ark of the Covenant, all like uh, packed up and everything. And when the people, when the Israelites uh, see the priests doing this, they should start following them, but not not too closely. Uh, for some reason, they need to stay behind the priests about like 900 meters. It's it's for their own safety, right? Who because has to stay behind? The Everybody. 
So everybody that is following the Ark of the Covenant out of the camp oh, okay. has to stay behind it like 900 meters. They right. say 1,000 yards, but that equals about 900 meters. Okay. So Joshua tells the Israelites to consecrate themselves before uh, – cons- consecrate themselves because God is going to do some spectacular shit. Mm, okay. Get ready. Yeah. So Put on he, your 3D glasses. Let's do it. So then God says to Joshua, today is the big day. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about anything. I'll show the Israelites that you are just as awesome as Moses was. So then Joshua is all like, gather around, everybody. <laughs> We're going to have fireworks. <laughs> see the ark headed over, over to the river. Watch closely and you'll see God is with us. And will help us kick the shit out of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, the Perizzites, the Girgashites, the Amorites, and the Jebusites. The Canadianites, the Americanites, <laughs> the, United the Australianites. <laughs> Once the Ark is at the river, you'll need to choose 12 dudes, one from each tribe, to stand in the water. And that's when you'll see God parting the Jordan River so we can cross. So as soon as the 12 dudes feet touched the river, it parted really wide to let all the Israelites get across. And as soon as that happened, all you heard is, can you feel it? Can you feel it? Can not only did God part the river, but the land under the river was like bone dry. So they wouldn't have to worry about getting stuck in the mud. The priests winded up stopping right in the middle of the river mm-hmm. to keep the water at bay until all the Israelites crossed, crossed through. Excuse me. Are many, I wonder how many Israelites kind of missed out on certain opportunities because they were too chicken to go through the river like with Moses or go through. Because I'm sure not everybody went. I'm sure there are some people who are like, I don't know about this. I think if you doubted, you got killed. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. Not necessarily, not if you don't go through it. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> hide in a rock on the side. <laughs> so then God tells Joshua to tell the twelve dudes they sent to put their feet in the river to grab some uh, to grab some stones from the spot where the priests were standing as the Israelites were crossing. Okay, you understand? Kind of like a mark. So where the priests were, you know, keeping the river at bay, yeah. in the middle of the the riverbed, yeah. The twelve dudes that put their feet in the water were supposed to go to that same spot where the priests were. Get 12 stones. Ah. Yeah. And uh, so they could use them as like a memorial. Ah. Okay. So after they crossed the river, uh, Joshua was all like, listen up, everybody. When your kids ask you what happened here, show them these stones and tell them how awesome God is for this miracle and the same miracle he did for Moses at the Red Sea. Because mm-hmm. this is twice now that he's parted waters this, right. to allow the Israelites to create an amazing one, hallway. One to escape and two to invade. Right. So uh, now as soon as the Amorite kings and the Canaanite kings heard about the party of the Jordan River. They heard about it but didn't see it? Right. Okay. <laughs> exactly. They were all like, uh, you know what? Fuck this. Uh, those guys are clearly way too badass for us to fight. <laughs> See, so, they're smart. So we're not even going to fight these guys. This, you know what? Much respect. They're like, why? Mm. I mean. Well, you'll see what respect gets you. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> so in the meantime, God was talking to Joshua while all this was going on. And uh, he was all like, hey, Josh, <laughs> uh, for some reason, while you guys were in the desert for 40 years, 
40 um, years. Yeah, you guys forgot to circumcise all the boys that were born while you guys were traveling. So I'll need you to line everyone up to get circumcised before we move on from here. And what's the reason? Did he give an explanation as to why? It's just the way it just is. Just the way it is. I'm God. You got to be do it. to be part of the chosen people. You got to cut off a piece of your penis. Ah, so it's like a form of uh, recognizing. It's like a it's like a identity. Right. Not crazy at all. So Joshua circumcised everyone and made them stay put so they could all heal and celebrate the Passover. Cool. Then God, t- yeah, cool. <laughs> yes, <laughs> awesome. Everybody, everybody's got broken junk. This is great. <laughs> so God told Joshua that Egypt was no longer upset with him or the Israelites. Okay. So, because remember that whole thing when Moses and yeah. Egypt was like, "We'll get you when we are." So right. Um. So God named the place they were camping out at called uh, Gilgal. Okay. Just, just they they drop these weird names in the Bible for like places because of a certain thing that happened. Like because this happened, they're calling it Gilgal. Okay. How it connects? Maybe it meant no something idea. back then. Sure. Yeah. Um. They winded up running out. Maybe of... Maybe it meant like you know before before a meal. Maybe it means <laughs> elephant trunks. <laughs> Cut off. <laughs> so they winded up running out of uh, food after celebrating the Passover. But the Bible said they ate the produce of uh, Canaan for the next year or so. Okay. So when Joshua uh, got close to Jericho, some dude. Why Jericho? It's the it's the city of Jericho. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right? That's the promised land? Yeah. Oh. So, well, that's what the way they're describing it, right? Okay, so, okay. So, uh, so when Joshua got close to Jericho, uh, some dude was there with a sword in his hand. And Joshua was all, Joshua was all like, uh, are you with us or are you against us? <laughs> And the dude with the sword was all like, neither. But I am the commander of God's army. Oh. If you must know. <laughs> so I'm kind of like the snitch. I guess. So <laughs> Joshua dropped down to lay flat on his face and was all like, damn it. I had no idea. What Just does like... God want to tell me? What message would be so important that he would send the commander of his army? So the commander was all like, show some respect. And take off your shoes. Because I'm going to take it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. He comes what? down and tells him to take off his sandals. <laughs> that command of the army has a shoe fetish. Kind of got a foot fetish, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, see God like, dude, like I sent you down. Yeah. Just to just be my eyes. Like, I wonder if God was and going through. this his, is just ridiculous. I wonder if God was going through his checklist. Okay. They got the army. Check. Okay. Part of the sea. Uh, check. No sandals. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. Commander of my army. Go down there and tell him to take off his sandals. Quick. Right. <laughs> I know you have this thing for shoes. Right. <laughs> so it won't be too bad. So the city of Jericho was on lockdown yeah. uh, because they were so scared of the Israelites. So God was all like, okay, Joshua, here's the plan. Take the entire army, and for the next seven days, I want seven you, days. I want you to walk around the entire city of Jericho with the army. And once you've gone completely around, I want you to sound your horns, and then go back to your camp. So on day one, go around the camp with everybody, sound your horns, go camp, everybody, sleep, everybody, the Israelites, whole army, everybody, the whole army. And is the commander doing this with them too? He's gone. He's no longer around. <laughs> He literally came down, came down to say, "Can you please take your shoes off?" Thank you. Oh, because they're in the promised land. He's the guy who makes sure, like you, know, when you walk in somebody's house and they're like, "Take off your shoes." 
It's their home. It's their new home. But they they gotta like you know take off their shoes because mm. they're that's just okay. Sure, you can you can rationalize. Maybe it's a metaphor like that. I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. You know what? We could probably paint a really nice picture on what this actually means, but nobody knows. So <laughs> he just uh, has a shoe fetish. Yeah, it's very unclear. So uh, let's see here. And okay, so and then sound your horns and then go back to the camp. But on the seventh day, like so, once a day, go around it once. But on the seventh day, I want you to go around the city seven times. <laughs> and after you blow the horns, I want everyone in the army to shout as loud as they can so the walls can come crumbling down. Oh. So Joshua told the plans to the Israelites and uh, put some emphasis on nobody shouting until he tells them to. Like, he doesn't want any war cries or anything like that. He's like, you guys march, blow your horns, come back. March, blow your horns, come back. Only, uh, only when I tell you to yell, that's when I want you guys to shout. See, this is the reason why that if God came down and says, you're the next prophet, I'd be like, yeah, I don't know if I can handle this. <laughs> uh, getting people These to make sure they don't micro shout. micro rules are like the whole sh- taking my sandals off. Come on, man. If I was Josh. I'm in the like, wilderness. Like, this hurts please, my feet. Please don't yell. Just listen. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so the, but they actually did what Josh they followed told them, them to do. Yeah. Okay. And on the seventh day. Because they learned from like all the mistake with, with Moses. Right. Well, their parents learned, right? Because their right. parents aren't, were never going to be They're able to see the problems. The this is like the generations after. Oh, yes. gotcha. That's why they all need to be circumcised again. So after they circled the city seven times and blew the horns, Joshua commanded them to shout as loudly as they could. So the entire city is supposed to be dedicated to God and only remember the prostitute Rahab and the, and her family should be spared for helping the two spies. Right. So Joshua said, if anyone fucks with stuff that isn't devoted to God while they're in Jericho, that it would be, that it would put the entire operation at risk and any gold, silver, bronze found during the takeover should be put in God's treasury. Ah, Mm -hmm. Mm. because God likes shiny metals. And burnt fat. Mm, that smells so sweet. So when they went into the city to take it over, no one fought them off. Of course, smart. They killed everything. What do you mean everything? Men, women, children, cows, sheep, donkeys, everything. But nobody fought them. Nobody. Well, that's not right. But before they burnt the whole thing down to the ground. Joshua then tells the two spies he sent out earlier to go get the prostitute that helped him along with her family. Oh, my goodness. So that he could make sure that... um, This is not going to be good. That he could keep his commitment to keeping her alive. He's going to keep his commitment? To keeping her alive, yeah. Then Joshua was all like, listen up, everybody. If anyone tries to rebuild the city of Jericho, it will cost you your firstborn son along with your youngest child. Wow. God's not fucking around here. Understand? (laughs) Joshua became pretty notorious after this, and his reputation spread throughout the entire land. So you can't mess with Joshua. That's right. That was chapter three to six. The takeover of the city of Jericho. I feel like he might get in trouble doing this. Sandals. God didn't tell him to do this. Did God tell him to do this? I guess we'll find out in chapter 7. Oh, he's going to get in trouble. Yep. Oh, no. God gave him the plan. God told him exactly what to do. Really? But it wasn't mentioned. Anywho, you know why? Fast plate. And donate. Fast plate. And donate. Fast plate.
Presley. Presley. Anthony. Anthony. We learned about the book of Joshua. And God really hates sandals. The commander of God's army. And the people at the promised land. Presley. Anthony. Presley. Anthony. Go to chonilla.com. And uh, click on Become a Patreon to help support what we do. Or, if you're unable to pledge, another way that you can support the show is to go to donateyouraccount.com forward slash Chonilla to help us grow socially. Tell your friends. Tell your followers. Actually, we will do it on your behalf. Right? Sure. Whenever we have the latest episodes going on. Because you know why? Best way! And donate. Best Hmm. Who's gonna pass the plate today, Shirley? Pudding Pop. Why don't you go ahead and spread the love on on Twitter, on Facebook, Google Plus, or Instagram, or Tinder? <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> we can do that. Just copy and paste and share. Share it wherever you can. It's not limited. It's not. You're spreading the word of Chonilla. That's right. And Mr. Joshua. Badass. And if you feel like contributing to the Bible Scriptures 90210, please go to Patreon and uh, throw us a dollar. Yeah. (laughs) What's it called again? This kind of music? I forgot. Shout music. Shout, Shout music! Yes! I love it. That's it! From the book of Twitter Joshua. Pop says she has donated all of her accounts, making Chonilla the best that it can be. Thank you very Sweet. much, Puddin' Pop. Pass the plate. Now we are to the countdown. We should take a break for a shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to be saying goodbye soon, aren't we? Hey, guys. We really hope you enjoy listening to the Chonilla podcast as much as we love making it for you. But the reality is the lion's share of our time is dedicated to our day jobs so we can cover all our costs of maintaining the podcast. We've hardly reached our full potential. The good news is we can work together to change this. With the help of Patreon.com's crowdfunding, you can become an active contributor to our crowdfunding initiative. Let us know that our ongoing milestones for the Chonilla Network mean as much to you as they do to us. What's next, honey? Countdown! All right. Brain fart. <laughs> trying to get you the link here so this countdown was shared by leslie from the interracial john podcast our good friend uh via atlantablackstar.com and these are 10 affirming black books that will that will elevate your child's minds Mm -hmm. so the first one here is called african dream by eloise greenfield and uh it's about a little african-american girl who falls asleep and dreams of ancient africa she visits a village it's marketplaces and even meets her grandfather. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Or The Color of Us by Karen Katz is about a little black girl named Lena 
wants to paint a portrait of herself after walking through her neighborhood with her mother, she discovers that black people's skin comes in numerous shades of brown. Uh-huh. That's the next, a good one. Yeah. The next one is uh, Beautiful Blackbird by Ashley Bryan. And uh, this teaches black children about their beauty early on, even in the midst of envy and jealousy expressed by those who do not look like them. Mm, brothers of the Night. I was going to say Brothers of the Night Watch <laughs> of the Night, written by Debbie Allen, is about Reverend Knight and his 12 da, 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 da. Energic sons, energetic sons who love to dance all night without him knowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, number five is Ellington was not a street. So Debbie Allen right there, the dancing. Yeah, yeah. Ellington was not a street, I think, a street mosaic. Is that what it is? Um, but it's by... I, can't, I don't know how to pronounce this. So Sake Shangi. Uh, the book explains how important black people were and still are in America. So we'll have the um, the, the link for this on uh, the site. My Man my man Blue by Nikki Grimes is a compilation of poems that tell the story of Damon's need for a positive black male role model in his life. Uh, the number seven of the, uh, uh, of the countdown uh, is called The Twelve Dancing Princesses by Rachel Isadora. Uh, and it's the African and fun adaptation of the Grimm Brothers fairy tale of the same name. Nice. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to get that. It's kind of like The Wiz. Mm-hmm. I Like Myself by Karen Beaumont is about a spirited little black girl who does more than just like herself. It is very clear that she is carefree and she loves herself. Mm, number nine is Please, Baby, Please. And this is by Spike Lee and his wife, uh, Tanya Lewis Lee. Uh, and they discuss the joys and sleepless nights of parenting in this cute children's book. And Shades of Black, a celebration of our children by Sandra L. Pickney uh, uh, is a book that wonderfully affirms black children. This book reinforces that we must show them just how much we love them. Mm-hmm. So while I was on the um, AtlantaBlackStar.com website, this is a great <laughs> countdown, by the way. I think we got to definitely put these books in our wish list. Mm-hmm. Um, so and then read it remember- with a girl. Yeah. Do you remember uh, the... Uh, and boy. Well, Ronan. Do you remember the actor Joe Morton? You may know him from uh, such movies as Terminator 2 and Brother from Another Planet. Yeah, the guy who's like... <gasps> <gasps> Boom! Yes, kadoosh. <laughs> Terminator? <laughs> yes. So he was on a television show, television show on Comedy Central and he nailed... Yeah. A monologue about uh, the, the, uh, the the support of Confederacy mm-hmm. in the United States. So I just wanted to play that real quick. If he were speaking to someone who wanted Oops. to raise the Confederate flag, he would probably start off by saying something to the effect of, you were some funny, funny people. For you, it's always summertime and the living is easy. Your daddy's rich and your mama's good looking. <laughs> You're a Confederate. A proud southern white boy, your Bible in your hand and your shotgun in your pickup truck. A southern white boy with the shame of slavery running through your veins. You are a bigot. Boom. I am a black man. I have worked and scraped for every inch of dirt I walk on. You Mm. cried yourself to sleep because Lincoln hurt your feelings. (laughs) (laughs) You bad. Woods, sheet wearing, cross burning, honky mother. Whoa! 
com. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. It was at, like a Ask Joan. How to make interracial dating easier. <laughs> I am a white woman. And although, Who is racist and no, scared of black men. No, no, no. That's the, actually the other way around. I've dated white men. I'm much more attracted to African-American men. It's just my preference. Whenever I start a relationship with someone outside my race, though, I feel tension from the people closest to me. Don't want to cause drama, but I want them to deal with it. What can I do to make dating outside my race easier for me? Don't worry about what other people think. There you go. It's that simple. <laughs> do you. That's if right. If people can't handle you doing you, guess what? Tell you them move to on. Move. They got to either they got to either stay with it or they they do their own thing. Yeah. That's a, yeah. You can't let other people define your progress. You can't let other people define how Who you where love. you want to go, what you want to do. Yeah. Who you want to be with? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That's an insecurity that nobody needs. Mhm. Nobody needs that shit. Yeah. That's speaking a maturity of, thing too. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. Um speaking of insecurity, um I remember I wanted to tell a story about uh a memory that I had from my childhood. About the truck and the, right? About what? About the getting pills? Yeah. Okay. Is yeah, this out it? Out of the back of the truck? Yeah. Right. Well, I remember there was a time that my uh, my stepmom, Kate, she uh, she needed to go somewhere. You know what I mean? And we went into this uh, project district at the time. I think it was around King and Dufferin in Toronto. And uh, so, <laughs> my so face I, went. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm not sure what that Sorry, project area is called. But, but I, all I remember is when we went there. It was fucking shady. Like it was like I was worried for my safety and I was worried for Kate's safety. Oh, that bad. Like it eh? was real sketchy dudes, man. Like um, yeah, it was it was not a good scene. And I remember thinking to myself, at this young age, I was probably like eight years old, eight or nine years old. Okay. And I remember thinking to myself, this is not a place for kids. Mm. No way. Was it, you went into an apartment building? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember it was on the first floor of the, the this apartment complex. Okay. Wasn't like and, those uh, like townhouse complexes. Yeah. And okay. Kate went into the uh Kate went into another room in the the apartment that we were in. Oh boy. And I remember when we knocked on the door of the apartment, it was real sketchy. Eh? It was like, you know, opening a little bit of the like the door and like I don't know, she said something and then he asked her a question and she said something else and then he let her in. And uh we're we we're in this apartment and I was sitting on this couch and this couch was filthy. It was it was it smelled really bad. It was it was it was, just, it was not a place for kids. And uh, she went into a back room for about a half hour. And then uh, when we she came out, she was uh, kind no. of a, she was kind of a hot mess. No. And uh, but, no. But he uh, the, the guy that was outside just gave her like a bag, like a whole Ziploc bag full of these blue pills. Mm. You know what I mean? And I remember asking Kate about it, and I remember asking her like, uh, "What's what's in the bag? Like, what's the what's the deal?" And she just kind of like, you know, just uh, avoided answering it, you know, by by turning it back on me, like, "Why are you so nosy?" Blah blah blah, all that stuff. Yeah. But then I came to find out that this bag was filled with Valium. She was pregnant with <gasps> Delaney at the time. Oh snap! Yeah. Yeah. And my oldest sister, when okay, so I was staying with my oldest sister, winded up finding that bag and flushing. That's it. right. I remember tell her telling you about flushing a whole a bag. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's what made them fight. I don't know. 
<laughs> Did they fight? All the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. So anyways, that was the memory I had. And uh, yeah. Oh, so messed up. <laughs> Crazy. Oh. Who does that to kids, man? Crazy people. Right? Clearly. Who I, needs help? There's, there's a curiosity in me that wants to go to Kate and ask her, what the fuck happened to you as a kid? Yeah. What happened to you? That you lost all senses of everything. Self-worth, all senses of like dignity, all sense like just gone. Yeah. Mm. Where is your addiction? Like what are you, what are you trying to numb here? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Hurt is a motherfucker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember she used to get so jacked on Valium that she would like, she, you'd see her like nodding, you know what I mean? And like drooling a little bit sometimes. It's fucking gross. Can you OD off of that stuff? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, Valium is a motherfucker, man. It's uh, highly addictive. It's highly sedative. It's, yeah. Mm. Tranquilizer. Mm. Yeah, you talk about like numbing everything fucking thing from addiction. Yeah. Valium is probably at the top of the list. Like that heroin, like it's up there in terms of like numbing feeling or anything. Wow. Yeah. Just messed up. Yep. On that note. On that happy Sunday note. I think we're uh, gonna say goodbye. Yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. Jesus. <laughs> I needed to get it off my chest. Yeah. How about we name some other names for vaginas? <laughs> <laughs> nobody to said. It. Nobody said pussy hole. No, that's not hot. No. Mm-mm. Okay. So I like the JJ. Yeah. It's cute. You know, you didn't like don't the say vag. The vag. Slip and slide is so insane. That's <laughs> something I can't see a girl, a proper lady, say that. Right. <laughs> it's just weird. Want to go for a ride on my slip and slide? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I almost was going to repeat it, and I was like, I can't. Yes. <laughs> Uh, thank you to Rip Radio. You can catch us on Rip Radio every Monday from noon to 2 p.m. You can catch us on Radio La Salle on Thursdays, 10 p.m. to, to midnight-ish. iHeartRadio, Stitcher, iTunes is another way that you can hear us. Breaker, uh, email us, feedback at chillmilla.com or give us a call toll-free as much as we love for you to listen to the show we'd love to hear from you so one 844 that's one 246 6455 or um no there's no or or follow us on actually there's an or follow us on twitter at chonilla or you can follow clove at clovesaurus or myself at shearsaurus leave us a five-star review that's another way that you can leave a feedback on review on stitcher itunes We'll read it on the show. Go to donateyouraccount.com forward slash Chonilla. We'll spread the Chonilla love on your behalf to your friends, your followers. We'll keep it clean, safe, just in case your bosses look over the phone. You know what I mean? And there's not going to be like in your Twitter like, names for pussies. There may be. <laughs> there might be. Thank you so much to the No Limit Soldiers. Hey, we came hard. Hello. Uh, Black War, but really Black Rob, Puddin' Pop, and visitors, thanks so much for being our No Limit Soldiers. Don't forget to make the world a better place and say no to, that, to not only any asshole, but we're going to say no again to uh, Galaxy Blue. Yeah, the Downtown owner of Galaxy Montreal. Blue, the shoe Nazi. Yeah. He's an extra special asshole. 
really mm-hmm. think it's time for you, sir, to say goodbye to your business. Ugh. Let somebody else do the right thing. And to today's that today's hero is uh, what's her face to climb up the flag. Brie Newsom. Brittany. Yes. Way to go. For real. Thanks for doing what we were all feeling. Doing the epic saying no mm-hmm. asshole moment. So the quote of the show is. We treat racism in this country like it's a style that America went through. Mm. Like flared legs and lava lamps. Oh, that crazy thing we did. We were hanging black people. We treat it like a fad instead of a disease that eradicates millions of people. And that was by Chris Rock. Mm. Mm, thank it's you. True. Thank you for framing it like that. That's yes, very true. Because this it's whole privileged position of like, ah, it was a different time back then. We don't believe Let's that just any. all get over it. Right. Let's just all pretend like nothing happened. Like, I didn't do anything. I was never part of any lynchings. Yeah. Yeah. I clearly don't get it, but let's move on. Racism is something, a hurt, that a whole country... Many countries need to go to therapy for this because it is some kind. It really true. You got to go through the steps, man. National therapy, like the twelve-step yeah. program of racism. Sure, you know. I agree. For one of them is is to no. It's you know what it is. The first step is to admit you have a problem yeah. and quit fighting for shit. <laughs> that reminds people of how shitty things were. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, quit saying, like, that's part of my heritage. I don't give a fuck how that makes you feel. Yeah. Work it out. Yeah. Anywho. On that note, another word for pussy is... <laughs> <laughs> a penis garage. <laughs> another word. Pops out of your mind sometimes. All right. It's hilarious. All right. Have a great weekend. Actually, a great week. And we will talk to you next Sunday. Take care, everybody. Or it could be Saturday. We'll have special guest Trana Wintour and Darren. Right? Darren Henwood. Henwood. Thank you. With the wicked epic mustache, man. It's going to be good. It's going to be fun. Join us. Take care, guys. Chonilla.com is now on Stitcher. Listen to us on your iPhone, Android phone, BlackBerry, and free. Stitcher is smart radio for your phone. Go to Stitcher.com and download it for free today. Oh, yeah. And we'd really appreciate a thumbs up. Approximately how long can a bitch go? A lot depends on the bitch. The bitch, the bitch. The bitch, that bitch, the bitch, bitch, the bitch is just very, very nervous. Milk the bitch, calm the bitch down, and try to milk the bitch like a cow. Go to Chalela.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.